Welcome, everybody, to Subtle Interference. I love the dejected head shaking from Alex. I'm just going to take over intros from now on. That's probably a good idea. It's all good. I don't even know what I'm doing that's so bad. I'm Bob. I'm Alex. Joining us, special <laughs> guest. Thanks for coming here to your Erica. own home. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> Erica. Yes. I have to talk to you about something. Sure. And it's not professional wrestling. Damn it. Okay, let me close my notebook. My notebook notebook. is reclosed. I found something out a few days ago that deeply upset me. What was that, darling? Bob has never played a Resident Evil game. Yeah, I know. We discussed this, I believe, through text messaging. Yes. But this isn't text messaging. No, it's not. This is on the record. It's public shaming. that guy. (laughs) I, I don't get it, personally, like we're, at all. We're bringing back an old segment <laughs> from early in the podcast. It's called Bob Pretends to Like Video Games, but he really doesn't, so we're going to force him to play something name pending. Anyway, you're either playing Resident Evil 1 Remake or you're playing Resident Evil 7. Either way, you're playing something. In two weeks, we'll get your impressions. There is no way I'm going to be able to play either of those games in the next two weeks. You don't have an hour. The next, I will say the next two weeks. Well, I'm okay. going to be like, you may have some time. I will try. But if I don't, it's only because I've got way too much to do in these next two weeks. If I can't make it for the next podcast, I will do double duty for the podcast after two hours for the podcast after you heard it here it's on the record it's been promised so make sure you give them shit about it on xbox live absolutely you know who you are <laughs> i just won't log into xbox for the next two weeks i just find that shocking so nothing will be different yeah exactly <laughs> uh, like oh those resident evil games are so good and they've only been on every platform ever especially for like, of all games, that is literally, it's been on the piece, like, on the phone, for God's sake. Well, he, here's here's my problem with it. Pretty sure it was on the Game Boy Advance as well. I mean, it, it's been ported to a lot of things. And that's the Wonder for sure. Everything. Um, but really, what I need. And the Philips CDI. Is for it to be. Atari 2600. Uh, available as a streaming option so that I can literally play it anywhere, like on my phone. Or. Yeah, on a tablet. Are you trying to lead us into that rumor about the next Xbox? Yeah. Okay. What a great transition. <laughs> so did you read about this, Erica? I did, did not, no. There was, the a, there was a rumor from people who are pretty reputable, like Paul Therat, who knows a lot of people inside Microsoft. That no, is he reputable in a way like how people shit on Dave Meltzer for knowing stuff? Yeah, this is like the same level. Okay, gotcha. So... There's a rumor that when the next Xbox hits, whenever that may be, probably within the next couple of years, I would say, more than likely the way things have been going, there will be two Xboxes. There will be the regular release, which is like your normal $400, $500 big console release, mm-hmm. everything built in. And then apparently Microsoft has been working on some sort of streaming solution for low cost where you'll apparently get a very similar experience 
but over streaming and that box will be like around the hundred dollar mark now apparently they believe they have some sort of solution for the latency problems introduced by streaming video games mm. if anyone can come up with a solution it's probably microsoft well how is that gonna work though well so is it just like are you buying discs or it's just you get to stream shit through this box that you have or is it like a subscription? Well, no, no one's buying discs really anymore. Uh, anyway, I'm just like trying. Is it like? I think it would be like you would have ownership of the same things the same way you always do, but it would be streamed to you somehow. Right. So I think it would be similar to like how the Apple TV or the Fire TV is, where but then you've why just would just got a receiver? Why would anyone, if that's a hundred dollars, why would you get the other one? Well, theoretically, Bad internet. It's, I'm bad internet theoretically you're not going to have um i don't believe they're going to be able to solve the latency problem for like hardcore shooters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah maybe they can make it good enough for like a game like tomb raider where it won't be noticeable i mean is this just trying to grab a market like folks out there who they're just trying to get into like a low-income market right that's what i'm saying people are maybe interested or but are like i don't have the money to spend on a console i don't even know that it's about getting into the low-income market because if you look at the cost of a console today and consoles are largely the same price as they were 10 15 years ago um nothing's as expensive as the original ps3 um yeah but that bombed yeah it did but when you adjust for inflation, the console prices have actually been going down. Okay, over the but year. people's wages haven't been going up. There's still people who can't afford to have a but I don't, dollar Xbox. I don't think, I really don't think Microsoft or Sony care about getting into cheaper markets um, that much. I don't think it'll, because if you can't, if you can't afford the console, how much are you going to be able to buy in games? How much are you going to be able to spend? So then why are you bothering this kind of my... To reduce cost. Because what's cheaper, building, uh, let's say one in ten people uh, use their Xbox at any given time, and the number's got to be way lower than that. Uh, what's cheaper, building ten servers or building a hundred Xboxes? So I don't know. This seems a little odd to me. I think the economics are there, but like Alex said, it's the the latency issue is the big thing. Well, there, there's a lot of problem, e- problems, even if we talk about an ideal world where you're delivering an equivalent experience to the higher-end Xbox, that's, you know, Xbox, what would the name even be? Xbox 3.5-ish, X, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Gotta throw that X on there, Alex. But, <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> the the Xbox X. Vegeta. Yeah, I I'd, would buy buy, I'd buy that. Yeah, sure. I mean, get on it, Microsoft. <laughs> it's got to have idea. that custom over, like colors, though. That would though. be over nine thousand for sure. It'd be worth it. <laughs> It'd be worth every fucking penny. Well, but the other problems that would be introduced, even if you let's say you can get the latency problem fixed, which of course you can't, because there's this small issue called physics. But let's say you could, there would still be the realistic outcome that the isps are just squeezing pennies out of people as hard as they possibly can so you wouldn't want to do a bunch of streaming of like a 4k image because you'd be over your data cap in half a month Mm -hmm. you know i mean everyone's data capped now pretty much see that part i'm not as worried about i think oh you should be i think um 
Ajit Pai is coming for your data, Bob. With his stupid mug. And his fucking asshole face. (laughs) He does have the most punchable face. Remember that the data caps were originally much lower than when they were getting first introduced. Yeah. And the ISPs felt like the FCC would come for them. So they made it like a terabyte per month. Now they have the... That fear is gone now. See, I I don't... Here's why I don't see it as a problem. Um, Because if... If that's a limiting factor, com- big companies like Microsoft will make deals with the telecoms so that you can play. Because otherwise, it wouldn't work out. And yeah, you know, individual costs for internet will sooner or later go up as time rolls on. That's just the way the world works. Um, but I don't, I don't foresee huge. Uh, huge jumps in the cost of internet usage just because of this well not just because of this but it's built in with other things you know you have your netflix you have your hulu you have your whatever else you're watching Mm -hmm. your njpw world your wwe network (laughs) no kidding no one wants to watch that I, i i think as time goes on you know, there there will be an adjustment upward. Those data caps will rise, especially with the rise of 4K content. The the cable the data comp- caps will rise. Yes, they will for no price increase. It'll probably be a moderate price increase. It's okay. gonna they're gonna have to rise because if people can't use the services, the the telecom or the companies that do business with these telecoms are gonna have a big problem with that, and there will be a lot of fighting uh, between these companies. And it's not going to work for anyone. And you know, they'll find gonna, a compromise. You know who's going to lose that battle? The consumer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, are, are you suggesting that people should be advocating for consumers? But here's a question, Alex. Um, should a telecom company be regulated on the cost of data for Netflix and gaming? Or should they be able to charge whatever the hell they feel like, but they can only charge a certain amount for doing things like accessing your bank account or... Yeah, come down what, you know, what, what, you're, what you're talking about is an ideal world where there's actually competition. Mm-hmm. I would say Comcast should be able to do whatever the hell they want if they had competition. But in our area, Comcast essentially has a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's AT&T, but I wouldn't suggest that to anyone. And that's most of the country is you essentially have like one cable choice and one over-the-phone line choice. And the over-the-phone line choice is usually, uh, you know, fucking awful. Mm-hmm. And the cable choice is usually okay, depending on where you live. You better hope you never have any problems because there's no rush to really fix anything on their end. I've found that out the hard way before. Alex, I thought that, that we were going to... Be a golden age of competition. The, the whole reason here for, with regulation for going all away? of the regulation going away was that capitalism would step in yeah. and fix the issues. Think about this. The cable companies have such an iron grip on all the lines in the ground that have been laid that Google stopped trying to roll it out. Mm-hmm. Google gave up. Think mm-hmm. about that. Just take a moment. No, I don't need a moment. Think about that. Oh, you know what? I I will. I will take the moment and I'll think about punching Ajit Pai in the face. Yeah. So (laughs) if Google gives up, because they definitely wanted anywhere there was fiber in the ground, 
they wanted to roll out Google Fiber. They got so much bullshit everywhere they went. And that's not going to change. You know, I don't know what the long-term solution is other than, you know, ideally the government would own the lines in the ground and they would lease them. <laughs> they would lease them to companies for a moderate fee. Well, that's never going to happen. Well, I get, it gets, here's, here's the real question. You communist. Because yeah. Disgusting it, there are, comedy. there are affordable internet plans for doing critical things. You know, you can get a 20 megabit per second data plan for 20, 30 bucks a month. No, you can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can't. That's going away. That was one of the things that was under the old rules. That's going to be gone now. If you want, say, 25 megabits down, mm -hmm. that's going to be like $50 a month. Are you sure? Look up. Look up your look up your Comcast rates. Like, if you want, let's say you want 25 down for us around here. Obviously, it's going to be different region to region because it depends on if there is any competition how much of a stranglehold they have. You know, for us around here, 25 megabits down is about 50. And basically every tier you go up add about $10. So if you want like 75 down, you probably got to pay like 60, 70. If you want 150 down, you probably got to pay like 80, 90, you know, right. and just keep going up from there. And then if you get into the crazy brackets, like you get to 300 megabits down, we're talking like, 130 a month you want a gigabit down we're talking 160 a month so i there's definitely i can definitely see you know the next time we have democratic control of anything um <laughs> keep, keep dreaming buddy that's never gonna happen again there could be <laughs> they they could make you know they could make pushes again you know to to make it so that the telecom companies have to offer a basic service because you have to do business with the government online anymore. I can understand that. Um, but, you know, I, I it's hard for me to say that, you know, we should, that the telecom companies should not be able to charge whatever the fuck they want for... Um, entertainment content. If they had, if they had competition, I'm with you. They should be able to do whatever they want. Since they essentially have a duopoly everywhere, mm -hmm. then no, you don't get to do whatever you want. There should be regulation over you. And these are not companies that are poor. It's like, like with the airlines. Mm -hmm. Once they deregulated the airlines, you got to what do we have now? Four major carriers. And they well, all have like pricing agreements. Between well, them? well they all they all pretty much have pricing agreements, and they're all in the race to the bottom. Well, so I mean, you're you're talking about a a wider problem than just the telecom companies, because if you if you enact something that addresses duopolies, um, then allowing you know, for actual competition, then there's something that can have you know that would also cover telecom the the problem is it's much bigger than telecom the u.s government just doesn't care about do i mean well it's also a bunch of old people who don't get the internet i mean that doesn't help either uh well, and, and yeah. companies like comcast time warner at&t 
They spend a lot of money lobbying the government to keep any sort of bad things that will negatively impact their bottom line from happening. Well, it's like any sure rich industry. I would look if I was running AT and T, I'd do the same fucking thing. You know, when you get to that level of money and greed, you're going to do, like, evil shit to keep your position. That's called human nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's beyond the, the I mean, telecom. What, what, I'll say, what I'll say when it relates to Xbox and this potential streaming thing, game stream service, and what might happen down the line with ISPs, is I'm going to wait and see. You know, in two years, if they announce this and they have some sort of structure in place where your data you use on Xbox will be zero rated or something like that, I'd be interested. You know, we'll see. But I need to see the structure. You know, it's like like last week or that last week, two weeks ago, we talked about the women's pay-per-view. And I was, you know, I pretty much shit on it. These segues are amazing, Alex. No, it... (laughs) We talked about that, and I was shitting on it, right? And I texted you this week, and I was like, "Okay, now that I know the structure of the show, right? You did. I actually, actually say think that. it could be good. Could be good. You could do be. have to well, wait and see. Cause... There's always the aspect of what happens with booking, right? I, you know, th- there's a good point there. Here's the here's the great thing about Microsoft, though, is that um, you know what. All of AT&T's and Verizon's and Time Warner's computers all run on Windows. Microsoft has huge leverage over everyone. Over 90% of the world. Yeah, so if it's they... something that Microsoft really wants to do, they'll get what they want. I mean, how much of Microsoft's business is Xbox related, though? They're not going to really rock the ship anything related to like Windows or especially Office because that's like the business. Well, they, that's exactly why they can rock the boat because if you know, no one's going to mess with their with their Windows licensing over something like ah, you just get the open source mm-hmm. Office. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Works fine. It's great. It's great. No problems. No problems. Just use Google Docs. <laughs> But I mean, seriously, though, Microsoft has a lot of leverage. I think I don't think it's as dismal an outlook as you have. I know you're pessimist 9000 when it comes to ISPs over 9000 over 9000. You both did it wrong. Fuck you. But I I mean, a pessimist 9000. I mean, look at the ISPs. What? What have they done any time recently that wasn't aggressively anti-consumer? I would also argue that most corporations are anti-consumer, especially in this environment. Well, I think that's my point. I don't think the ISPs do anything worse than... Well, that's not saying that it's what they're doing others. is... Well, no. Isn't de- like deplorable, but... Except the internet's really a utility and it's not being treated as such. For whatever reason. Well, that's I mean, because I the, the reasons. I mean, that's because the internet is not used just as util- it's not just providing power to your house. You know that that's the big argument for utility. The internet is used mostly for Netflix, and that's that's. I, where, I thought pornography. Well, in pornography, it, it's a third Netflix, a third pornography. But no, I think that you're at a point though where you do need it to do certain things. You, right. So you, I, you, you know. effectively can't live without having internet. I think a better I think a better analogy for the internet is roads. 
um, rather than those are well taken care of. Yes, they are. Rather than <laughs> utilities, because you need roads, you need to get to work, you need to go to doctor's appointments, you need to interact with the government. Shut up, you fucking commie! But you also use roads for pleasure. You go on vacations. You go see me, friends. There's something about saying using roads for pleasure that just evokes such a horrifying image. Pleasure is one of those words that always triggers something in your mind. Right. right? It's just like, you can't say it without thinking pleasure. Right. The pleasure dome. Just a guy fucking a pothole. Like, (laughs) whoa. This got dark. Now we know what Erica does on the computer. Dark. Interesting. Or sexy. Shall we dark move and on? sexy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shall we move on? Sure, let's talk about movie trailers. Sure. So Comic Con was on past week. It was last week, right? Right around there. Yeah. You just made me sit through some fucking terrible movie trailers. Should we go from bad, worse to better? Sure. What's I, the I, worst? I was gonna say I'll let Alex dictate the pace here. Well, we watched a trailer for Aquaman. It doesn't look good. It looked comically terrible. <laughs> it looked really bad. It's I, not good. Also, can DC like figure out like, like we're doing the bully scenario in both of the trailers you're showing? Can we do something a little different? Maybe? Nah? Well, nah? Okay. Here's the, here's the thing. Jason Momoa has been riding a high for a really long time of being the character from Game of Thrones 1 that... uh raped uh what's her name Cal uh, Drogo. yeah 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 Cal Drogo raped uh what's her face I can't remember any of this Daenerys yeah Daenerys there we go and so he's been riding that way but their for love a long was time. true Alex <laughs> yeah for sure she was totally into it are you implying that Game of Thrones is just filled top to bottom with endless rape of women anywho <laughs> moving on anyway I don't do you like Jason Momoa? Because he's not doing anything for me. Like, he looked so, like, 80s action star in that movie, and that's not, like... Which I will say, if that's the movie you're making, let's do it. That was not what this that This is not like. the movie they're they're making. Though. I mean, he was, one of my, he was one of my favorite parts of Justice League. But he was used sparingly right. in Justice League. So, like, a full movie with him is like... Uh, I, feel like I feel like Jason Momoa is, like who you get when you really want the rock but you don't want to spend 60 million dollars he's the poor man's rock you know who's the poor man's rock is the guy on agents of shield what's his name oh you said that and i his his face popped into my head and he's a way better actor than jason i know exactly what you're talking about i don't know his name though but yeah aquaman looked fucking terrible it's dc i have no faith no i mean you shouldn't the effects didn't look very good either no, they don't want to no. spend any money on these movies. Which, I mean... They always they don't want to spend any money, but they still want to do the half-hour big battle at the end that's so overdone in every comic book movie. Every comic book movie must do the shitty 30-minute battle that kills the whole movie. Look at Wonder Woman. That movie was so good. And then they did the shitty 30-minute battle, <laughs> and it fucked that movie up. Alex should have his own podcast called The Shitty 30 Minute Battle. And I'd listen to every episode of it. Is, is that not right? I mean, the, every. It movie, didn't ruin look the at, movie for look me. Look at the original but, Iron Man. Sure. Original Iron Man was like fucking awesome. And then they did the stupid big battle with the guy in the suit, right? Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I can't remember anyone who's in the movie. 
Was it Jebediah? I don't remember his name in the... It was Jeff Bridges. It was Jeff Bridges, though. Yeah. Which was delightful. Yeah, they put him in, like, the big robot suit, and they have some stupid yeah, battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fucking terrible. Well, and it's, like, it's 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 fine to do that once in a while, but there's other ways to end your movie. That's the only way the movies end. Well, that's the only way they know how to, because they're like, oh, no, this is the way it's been set out, so that's just the way we're going to do it. But the effects looked terrible. Yeah, no. And there's a lot of underwater shit in that. Wonder Oof. Woman, because they probably thought Wonder Woman would bomb, so all the effects were terrible in that. They probably thought... They probably think Aquaman's going to bomb, and I don't know why you wouldn't. Well, I mean, see, at this point, though, if you think everything's going to bomb... Why are you making why it? Why are we bothering? <laughs> it's a good question. Oh, my Someone's God. Someone's trying to justify their job. Did you see, and you probably didn't, but it, there's uh, they have that... DC has that streaming service now or some shit. I have no idea. And I don't know that, why you would I subscribe have to this no at idea all. what this is. But they're doing like their own streaming service with their own like shows and all this shit. They have a Teen Titans show going on that show, just called mm-hmm. Titans. And the trailer they showed for it featured Robin just straight up murdering people and saying, fuck Batman. Cool. And it was just like. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Why would I watch this ever? Hey. Why are we still doing the grimdark bullshit? No more grimdark. And know who your characters are. It wasn't Jason Todd. Hey, why did Bruce Wayne turn into Batman? I've never seen that storyline in a movie. I mean, I haven't. Speaking of, we did watch last weekend Batman Begins. A great movie. The Dark Knight. A great movie. On 4K. It was very pretty. Was it 4K? It was. Are you sure it wasn't like 2K-ish? Such a dick. It's just so easy though, Bob. I know. God, those movies are good. Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're so fucking good. Okay, do you have a preference between Katie Holmes or Maggie Gyllenhaal in that role? We were actually Chilling having all. that conversation. Whatever. Um, I think Maggie's the better actress. And I think if she had been in the first movie, it doesn't bother me. It's a little jarring. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me, but I think Katie Holmes was better in that role. See, I disagree. I'd go Maggie. I think she brought, I think Katie Holmes brought more weight to it. Yeah? Yeah, it just, if you go watch her scenes in Batman Begins, she was really good in that. Just you did. just did. <laughs> she was really good in that movie. Oh, I'm not saying Ma- she wasn't, I just prefer Maggie. Maggie's, uh, she's much more in your face. She's, and you know, so it's, I, I like both of them. I It's two different takes it, on yeah, the role, right? Exactly. I, I think. Maggie's not a good screamer, though. When no. she's fallen down, when the Joker throws her out the window, and she goes, ah! It's like, mm. like well, come on, honey. You Maggie, go for it. See, I feel like Katie Holmes in The Dark Knight might have been a harder sell. Just because it goes there? Yeah. I don't know. I but, mean, you could make the argument that because she is a little bit more light, it would have worked. You know? The contrast... Would yeah. have worked better. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh. Does Aaron Eckhart make movies anymore? He just kind of vanished off the face yeah, of the earth, he disappeared. didn't he? I was like, oh yeah, that's right, he is in this movie. There's certain actors that you see and it's like, oh, I know that guy. And then you'll never see him in anything ever again. Yeah. But you know he's like good. Yeah. Or he, sure, whatever. They're good. 
but they just like vanish. Yeah, I don't know if they just get sick of it. And it's like fuck, I made enough money, I'm fine. Or they, they get the one big movie, they make some money, and then it's like okay, I'm gonna. Or if they start go doing do like theater, theater, or, or they're directing or whatever. But yeah, he just kind of hey, into the ether. I got another DC movie for you, Alex. Shazam. I thought that looked like it could be okay. Kevin, you know, I think I looked on it favorably having come right off the Aquaman trailer <laughs> where it was like, wow, that was terrible. Maybe that's why they released the Aquaman trailer and Shazam at the same time because so, you know, you'd be like, fuck Aquaman. Hey, Shazam looks okay. Shazam's going to have to be a movie that has some great word of mouth because I don't see that coming out and having like a big opening weekend. Because who the fuck cares about Shazam? Yeah, so. I will say though. Who cares about Aquaman? Well, um, it seems like it's going to be a little bit... It's a different sort of superhero because he's a kid. Well, it's obviously supposed to be meant like a comedy. This, no, right, and that's fine. This feels more like DC's Ant-Man. Well, we'll see how they do with that. Did you see the newest Ant-Man? We have not seen it yet. I thought it was okay. I like the first one. Yeah, they're both like okay. They're solid. Yeah, they're You're not fun. mad you went. It's like all the Marvel movies. They're all solid. Well, you know you're going to get a decent movie. Might yeah. not be great. But it's decent, at the yeah. very least. Every once in a while, there's a great one, and then its director like gets fired. Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, ooh, now you with the segues, Alex. You're on fucking fire. <laughs> no, let's talk about the rest of the trailers. Did we not want to talk about Charles Dance in uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters? So that Godzilla movie, I know you guys love Godzilla and everything. That trailer did not look great. See, I, I, no, here for it. King Ghidorah, please and thank you. See, Alex, what I saw in that trailer... That made me very happy, made me very willing to ignore the things that look stupid. I will say I need more big stupid kaiju battles, though. Now, that would be an awesome movie. If Kota Ibushi was in there. No, that would be great. (laughs) But I'm thinking of something that could more realistically happen. Ah, okay. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Unfortunately. But if Godzilla, like there's 15 minutes left in the movie. Godzilla's just destroying the earth. Mm-hmm. Everything's getting smoked. And all of a sudden, Evangelion shows up. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to start to get bonkers, no, no, no. This is this is the move, Alex. Godzilla has laid waste to everything. And you hear that guitar riff. And from over the mountainside, it's the Megazord. Oh, I'd be down. <laughs> you just get that. that no, they, you, <laughs> see, you see like five objects come over the horizon. Like, what the fuck is and that? And it's like, wait a second. And then the music starts. That's right where you want to be. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> I'd pop. I'd run to the theater yeah, if I man. heard that happen. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what is that? Um, What's that? Flash cartoon, Ultimate Showdown of uh, Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Let's get let's just do an anime version of the. I'm into that. Let's do it. Let's do it right <laughs> now. Japanify the whole fuck out of it. It'd be amazing. Well, no, and we want to do all these crossovers and shit. I know they want to do Godzilla versus King Kong eventually, which I could give a shit about. Give me the dumb crossovers. I want to see the Evangelion versus Pacific Rim crossover, Ooh. where the Evas win in three seconds and the movie's over. <laughs> It's like, hey, thanks for trying to shit all over our great property. And they just break their heads off and move on. Did you not like Pacific Rim? The first one was good. I haven't seen the second we one. We didn't bother with the second I think the, one either. I think the first one was okay. The music was really good. Oh, the music's great. No, I love that first movie. It's wonderful. I like Charlie Hunnam, but his career has gone like nowhere. No. 
not no. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, Charles Dance and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Well, yeah, that's just all you need. The literal only reason they brought him in was to say long live the king. Now, see, he was on set for a day. Yep. Maybe six hours. He said his line and he was like, thank you very much, Charlie out. No, I do see in this movie a lot of the, the thing that bothered a lot of people about the, the first one. Too many people? Yeah. In I don't care about the, the human no. This There's a reason why the... Uh, Toho Godzilla movies are so great is because uh, the humans are just there ancillary right it's like give me giant it's like it's like fucking New Japan I want big beefy things beating on each other that is literally all I want out of my entertainment mm, does that give you pleasure it does mm. Alex did you see Shin Godzilla no oh come on you don't get to say anything to me you haven't seen anything yeah, you, you, you haven't played anything that. you don't get to fuck do that. you I can do that you can't do that you don't have that privilege. You want to go back to the best segment on the podcast? Bob <laughs> pretends to like video games or really doesn't. Name pending. <laughs> That's part of the name. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other trailer? We watched one more. Oh, the uh, glass, glass, right? Glass. Mm-hmm. I yeah. haven't seen Split still, but <laughs> we'll see. I'm Night Shyamalan is like he's either like great movie fucking awful there's no in between and for a long ass time there it was just fucking awful yeah oh yeah the see i didn't care as for unbreakable as much i know you I like fucking it love unbreakable. that's a good movie uh six cents it's good six movie. cents was great um is it great after you know have you watched it since you the first time no it was great the first time Oh, no, I'm not saying that taking away that first time you watched it. I just wonder if it holds up. It probably is good because then you start looking for things mm-hmm. when you know. Because I think when you're watching it, you start to suspect, but you don't know, you know. I enjoyed Signs. I don't know what the consensus at the table is about that one. I didn't see Signs. Was Mel Gibson in that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Joaquin Phoenix. What a great name. I know, you know right? um, He doesn't do the thumbs down in that movie, though, unfortunately. Fuck him. <laughs> the Village. Gladiator. It's such a good movie. It's such a great movie. Smile for me now, brother. We should get that on 4K. We should. Gladiator it's fucking great. is a flawless movie. I wouldn't change a scene. I wouldn't remove anything. It's perfect. Don't look up at the air. Don't do that. Maybe a little long. No. But I don't know what you would cut out. No. Yeah. Okay, it was perfect. Anyway. <laughs> With Joaquin. The village had an interesting concept, but eh. it was just shit. Yeah, Are you an M. Night Shyamalan fan? Because you're like naming all his movies. I didn't even know most of these movies existed. <laughs> I, I did not. What was it? The Lady in the... I didn't see Lady in the Water. Lady, Lady in the, in the Water. Oh. I didn't see that either. A He's Devil. He's a tramp. I did not see Devil. I did see... He did, did he write Devil? They didn't let him direct Devil. They were like, yeah, you don't get to do that anymore. I did see... <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender, in a theater. Why? Because did you my... think you were going to see the other Avatar? Did you no. leave? No, but people did. Oof! Because we were in Boston. My brother uh, was not twenty-one yet, so we really couldn't do anything late. And we were like, "Oh, we'll go to the movies." I believe I watched that with the Rift Tracks, and even then, oh, it's so it was bad. a hard sit. It's just so bad. Having watched the car, had you seen the show? No. Because the show was just wonderful. 
It's a great show. Great story. It's beautiful. Then you watch that fucking turd. And it's like, have you, you know how to adapt things? The main character gets kidnapped like six times. It's like, no, when you adapt something, you cut stuff out. And you just kind of tell the general sort of story. You don't tell, uh, you know, 24 episode long season in the space of an hour and a half. The trailer for the Dragon Ball Super movie with Broly looked the, the animation looked unbelievable. It looks beautiful. Yes. It looked great. How do you feel about Broly again? I'm glad they're going to bring him back and make him canon and hopefully tweak the character a little bit. From what I heard they are. Whiny child gets old. Have you watched the Dragon Ball abridged of Broly? He's never seen Dragon no. Ball abridged. <sighs> Man. What's your power level? <laughs> Mine's pretty big. Cool. <laughs> so now I will this... go see that in the theater too. They're okay, bringing so it to North America in January. Let's do predictions. In that movie, how do they win? Oh, Goku wins. No, but does Goku <laughs> go Ultra Instinct to win? Do Ooh. Goku and Vegeta fuse to win? Ooh. Does someone from another universe show up to save? Does do Kale it's... and do Kale and uh, we are? There's no way we're not getting the other Saiyans. They're going to be in there in some way. Do they it's show an, up? It's an Ultra Instinct spirit bomb fusion. Actually, if we're just bringing shit into canon, give me canon Gogeta, please. Please okay, and thank Either you. Gogeta or they go Vegito, either way, and then they go Ultra Instinct. I'm into it. That'd be awesome. Ultra Instinct did end up being like a great transformation. Although it's like, where do you go now? I gotta He's achieved up. the state of the gods. Well, you like you watched a little bit of Super, right? Uh, I watched through that first arc. Um, You've seen both the movies, though, right? Yeah. So yeah, just skip. We got to get you to the Trunks saga. I need you know so what? So then need... you can watch the baseball episode, which you know may be I... the greatest twenty minutes in the history of human civilization. What I need to do is I need to go to Aspen again by myself for four days. And then just... Have the snowboarding be shits and then just watch Dragon you'll, Ball? Yeah. You'll watch all the Dragon Ball and you'll come back with your knee completely destroyed. It'll work out great. There you go. Oh my goodness. We did watch one more trailer. Did we? Yes. It involved Kaiju. Yes. <laughs> kaiju we need to, Mono. We need to track that movie down. I think you can buy it on Amazon. Okay, good. Because Minoru Suzuki beating up kaiju is just something it I need in amazing. my life. It literally looked like how the Power Rangers show looked. Exactly. It was like it's they, wonderful. They probably filmed it on the same set. <laughs> We've got the buildings, guys. We've got the buildings. Wonderful. That original like season or two of Power Rangers is legitimately good. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Did you see the one they released last year? No. No interest. It was the movie? okay. It's fine. Eh. Did they play the music? Not in the way you would want them to. No, fuck no. them then. Yeah. If, you don't, to play, me, if that, you don't play the music, I'm not into it. That glorious 90s like guitar riff and that just that to get you pumped. You need that in the movie. Was the w- did at any point did the Zords like race through the mountains to come save the day and turn into the Megazord? Not in the way you would hope. No. No, see this sounds terrible. <laughs> but it had Brian Cranston. Did they turn? Did they find? Oh my a, god! I forgot about that. Did they turn Ooh. into a second version of the Megazord that has a samurai sword? No. Okay. okay. Nor did the samurai resheath the sword. Yeah, turn, turn around. Turn away as the explosion goes off. Yeah, didn't happen. 
There also I'm not, wasn't. I'm not upset about this at all. There also wasn't like a carrier zord that they would just land on for and no just reason. Shoot the shit out of something. <laughs> and Rita Repulsa was not the glorious Rita Repulsa you remember. No. I, that was what I was most upset about. It's like, what is this garbage? Okay. Well, and Goldar this, this was is, no this fun. Is quite upsetting. After ten thousand years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Dun 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 dun. Let's go watch Power Rangers. <laughs> Do we have to keep recording? Alex, I have a question for you. Have you ever lost a hundred billion dollars in a day? No, I wish I had that problem. Then you're be doing better than Facebook. <laughs> Tell me about this, Bob. So, uh, yesterday, uh, Facebook had an earnings call with investors. And uh turns out that if you get caught, you know, allowing people to steal user data and you kind of fuck up an election and people don't trust you at all, um, people don't like that. And uh, Facebook's earnings are down. But the more damning thing, and I think this is why investors really dropped, was... Facebook basically said that they've reached everybody that they possibly can. There's there's about 4 billion people on Earth connected to the Internet. Facebook has over 2 billion users between its services. And um, the, you know, the other 2 billion people are just people who want nothing to do with Facebook or they have shitty Internet connections. You know, you name whatever reason that they're not on Facebook and they really don't think that they can you know get that group so they've pretty much hit market saturation and there's not room to for to grow so you know if there's no room to grow there's not really any reason to keep your stock in the company cuz you're not going to get more returns so facebook's kind of fucked and their stock dropped by 20% yesterday Whoops. Well, so this is just anecdotal, of course, but it's been my, uh, what I've noticed is that most people who are young, younger than us, especially, are not on Facebook. You know, they're mostly on like Instagram or Or whatever the fuck Snapchat is. Yeah, Snapchat. That's what they're mostly on. Like Facebook's kind of like the old people social network. Like whenever I talk to someone who's like 60, that's what they're on is Facebook. I mean, I was never into it, so I don't know the appeal. But I mean, I think if you really it's like this whole thing. Facebook is like if you want to fake stay in contact with people, if you want to pretend to care about their lives. That's pretty much if you actually care what's going on in someone's life. You're talking life. You'll text them. You'll call them. You'll Mm -hmm. whatever. If you want to like kind of pretend what's you care about someone's life. You see a photo on Facebook and then you comment on it. (laughs) Like, Which I think a lot of the problem Facebook had is it got away from what it it's kind of core original purpose because I, I feel like, you know, they're, I, I've lived all over the country. I've, well, they, I, they tried to transition into a media company. Yeah. Well, but there was to, for someone like me, there was an appeal to it because I, I have friends all over the country and you know, it's just not feasible for me to stay in contact with all of them. 
However, do you know it is nice to like see? Okay, here's pictures of what they're doing. They're still alive. Cool. You got Instagram for that now, though. Exactly. Okay, Which is of, Facebook owned. They, <laughs> so that. that son of a bitch, Tom, bought that fucking Tesla. That piece <laughs> of shit. Hey, Tom, nice Tesla. Congrats. Well, and it's for screaming about politics at each other, too. And that's why I got off of it. You know, I, I, I'm perfectly content with Instagram, although now they're starting to get a little crazy, too. But you had a you had a product, and then the problem is you never charged for your product, and then you tried to make your user base your product, and people don't like that. They don't like being the product. So well, you're you're always the product when the service is free. You know what's mm-hmm. Google? You're the product. They want to advertise mm-hmm. to you. It's the same thing with Facebook. They want to advertise to you. It's all advertising, just in a new way. They're yeah. not going to get you to open up a magazine and look at an ad. So they have to find a new way to advertise to you. TV commercials are like a massive waste of time unless it's in sports. I do think I do think that. Um. What people are starting to realize now, I think for a long time, people were saying, what the fuck does it matter if they can see this browsing history or this, you know, this, that. What people are starting to realize is that with the how much data there is out there now, you can put together a shockingly accurate profile of a person based on Internet habits. And it's really disturbing. You know, it's really scary to see that. And I think that's what's what we're what people are starting to realize. Oh, there's nothing more terrifying than having been like, oh, let me go on like Torrid's website and maybe like look at a shirt or something. And then I go surfing or I'm on like the New York Times or something. And then I see the ad for Torrid and it's like, hey, remember that shirt you were looking at? Buy it. Buy it. Buy it, you fat fuck. Buy it. Well, I'm always in like private browsing or incognito mode depending on the browser you know so i don't i don't get any of that shit a lot of people don't do that though i don't know why because the internet if you're in a private window the internet works exactly the same nothing changes you're blowing up over there i'm I'm really popular tonight i just have like the power ranger theme just like raging through my skull right now I do, I do think there are, depending on what sites you go to, there are some sites that really need to use cookies in order to function properly. Yeah, but the cookies the websites actually need still work in a private window. Usually. You know, so it, I don't know. It, it does seem kind of crazy not to use private window more often, but at the same time, even using private window does not stop them from collecting data on you. It impedes certain things, but not everything. I'm just saying, I don't get served up those targeted ads. Like, I don't go to IGN and then I go to Amazon and I get, like, you know, video game advertisements. That doesn't happen to me. Right. So I don't know what, you know, maybe it's a combination of private browsing plus ad blockers, you know? It might be that combination, blocking all that type of stuff. Ad blocker is a big thing. Bob, how much did you say that Facebook lost? A hundred billion. Yeah, hundred and nineteen billion in market value. Sorry, I'm on Twitter waiting for us to talk about uh, really anything else. Continue, please continue. Wow, she's not trying to derail this topic at all. Nope. 
Nope. No, I don't I don't know what there really is to say. I just feel like Facebook is very much the old people network. And I think what happens is the first time you're on Facebook and out of the blue, you get a friend request from like your uncle or your aunt or something. Or your grandmother. It's like, oh, I'm done. You know, it's dead. Instantly, it's dead. Right. If you were on Instagram and you suddenly got a friend request from like, yeah, your grandma, you'd be like, well, on to the next thing. Well, this is done. <laughs> on to the next thing. Let's move on. On to Snapchat. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. Okay. I view something like Instagram. There are two type of people who, well, okay, there's three types of people who use Instagram. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. And it actually does something for them. Mm-hmm. There's photographers, mm-hmm. there's celebrities, mm-hmm. and there's models. I don't know who else is using Instagram and getting any sort of value. Oh, it's just, yeah. I look at cute dogs. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, no, I got, but I'm I know what about, you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm, I'm like, I'm, it's like the same thing we were talking about Twitter last time on the podcast. Twitter's losing peop, most people money. It's only like the self-made uh, Kylie Jenners of the world who are making money off Twitter. And racist fuckwits. And yeah. Because well. Twitter is all about them. Well, let's talk about one of those. So one of those Segway. one of those idiots got James Gunn fired off uh, Guardians Three. You want to talk about that? Sure. I don't know. It's it's funny because they knew about the tweets beforehand. They knew about this. That was why they you hired him. Hired this guy and was, it was because he good. was edgy, edgy. and kind of out there. That was the whole point and the whole reason for his hiring. And now some alt right douchebag flies in one who is like oh yeah you know i think he got uh accused of rape back in the early aughts and just talks about all this horrific shit like constantly on twitter and it's just like oh this guy spoke out against dear leader we gotta take him down it's very strange how things happen because it just it looks very look if you want to fire the guy fire him what the fuck ever but it's very strange to hire him and know about it and then it gets brought up because he's apologized about this before. Yes. And then it gets brought up again and suddenly, oh, now we're going to fire you this time. It's like, why didn't you fire him the first time? Or why did you, you hire, hire him, him in the, in the first, first place? place? Like, if you go back and look through what James Gunn has done in his career, it was basically a lot of trash for a very long time. Like, terrible comedy. No, like this wasn't like this wasn't like oh I made. Some are, are you funny... referring to his powerhouse uh, superhero film, Super, starring Rain Wilson? I mean, he's done that. Shut he up, did... crime! You remember he did that? Like it was like I don't even remember what it was called or what the format of it was, but he did like some weird like comedy sketch thing with like porn stars, but they would have clothes on. Like, it's something like this. I don't remember that. Like, it was very weird. Like, he's, do- he's done all these shitty things. And it's like, oh, I made Guardians of the Galaxy. I finally found a way to be funny. You well, know? and the, he talked about, you know, like... And here, here's one of the major problems with it. Is, like, everybody says shitty stuff. Everybody. I don't care who the fuck you are. But you learn and you grow as a human being. In theory. And In theory. And you know not to say that shitty stuff anymore. So it's like, the biggest thing with all of this is it sets a horrific precedent that these alt-right douchebags can, like, find one thing 
And I don't know if it was one thing or if it was a bunch of tweets and be like, oh, look, 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 look. There there was like 50... You have this morality that you guys like live by. We don't, but fire this guy. I don't care about it, but he spoke out against dear leader. Yeah, there was like 25 at least like really stupid Twitter posts where he was definitely... It was like a comedian trying out like Alex, bad jokes. Alex, they're tweets, not Twitter posts. I cannot begin to describe the beautiful glare that Alex has fixed upon Bob. It was beautiful. Anyway, on with the podcast. It was beautiful. It made me really happy. No, it was all like rape and pedophilia jokes, and none of it was landing. None of it was funny. Like, if it's funny, hey, if you got a funny rape joke, make a funny rape joke at a comedy show. This wasn't funny. It was fucking stupid. Like, I've heard funny rape jokes, and I've heard funny pedophile jokes. These these weren't it. The whole thing is, this goes to show you that as much as I fucking hate these assholes, they are so good at weaponizing shit against you. Well, because they don't care about anything. They have no empathy. They have no, no code of rules that they live by. The The left feels that they do but they really don't disney's still fucking uh, what's his nuts uh johnny depp you still have him on the payroll captain jack sparrow right wasn't he accused of like beating his wife i mean the message the message is always just don't never admit to it never ever admit to it and that's the thing that unless you're dear leader you could say he did it and no one well cares. i, I but, with johnny depp okay he maybe never admitted to it but when you pay someone like millions of dollars to go away, you're kind of admitting to it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you didn't say you did it. But if I but if you accuse me of something and I pay you five million dollars to shut the fuck up, uh, that's a bad look. I mean, I didn't say I did it, but. You know, <laughs> so, it's like, you know, you know, you know, I was reading something about Dear Leader that. He, um, one of the things he would always say is even though, oh, he would lose lawsuits. He'd say, I was never found guilty. He can't be found guilty in a civil suit. That's not a thing, but that's his, Bob, I don't know if that's you, how I, they, I don't, this I, is how they spin the world. I, I don't know if you realize this, um, uh, dear leader's a bit of a moron. Is he? And that's it. No, it's, it's all that fucking branding. I mean, he is a fucking idiot, but don't get me wrong. Uh, but this is how they spin it, and people fucking buy it. It's sickening. Oh, I know. There has not been a day that has gone by since the election that my I have not thought about that fucking piece of shit in some way, shape, or form. And in how he is making the world a worse place. I don't think about the orange that much. That must be nice, Alex. That must be a nice I mean, thing. I think I'm in the I'm in the acceptance phase. <laughs> Shit's fucked. We'll see what happens in the next election. <laughs> I'll wait to see how fucked it is. It's very fucked. I don't think it's as fucked as people want to say. Okay. It really isn't. I I don't know. There's always the potential for it to get real bad. The the whole thing... You're ripping families apart and you're keeping little kids in cages. It's pretty bad. That's a bad day. 
You've got cities that still don't have clean water, and granted, that's not all his fault, but he continues not well, to Well, that's a, that's a state problem, Erica. Yeah, right. States' rights, Alex. Puerto Rico. States, Puerto state, Rico. States' rights until we don't uh, want them to uh, do uh, something. You know what, though, Bob? You're brown. <clears throat> that was the funniest thing about the repeal of net neutrality, that they put that thing in there to keep the states from enacting net neutrality. And then the states did it anyway, because it's so such a Republican thing to say, oh, we believe in states' rights, uh, unless you're going to do something. Fuck you, you can't Unless do you're going to do something we don't want well, you, you to Well, you letting do. gays get married? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Which, by the way, that's the solution to the ISP issue around the whole country, is for cities to do municipal internet. That's the yeah. solution. Because then yeah. you'll have competition. Mm-hmm. Man. Nah, shit fucked. Yep. <laughs> shit is fucked well yeah. did you see we talked about this on the podcast before did you see i don't watch any i don't watch the walking dead or anything but did you see that chris hardwick was brought back for that after show yeah because of course well, they say they did an investigation and yeah okay you know, good for them knows. that's great i don't watch the walking dead i don't so watch it so. i watched the first season and i was like yeah i got it and then I, isn't that still very highly rated maybe i don't know yeah i don't know a lot. I think a lot of people watch it out of obligation at this point. I read the comics for a lot longer than I watched the show, and it's good. It just gets to a point where it's like, okay, I get it. It's bleak. Thanks. I'm good. <laughs> shit's fucked. Right. Shit's fucked. I got That's it. Shit's fucked. Yeah. Like I, when you're living in zombie Walking Dead world, that's a bad day. You got some problems. That's when you don't have to worry about the internet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds nice. No well, I have a data cap, but you know there's a zombie gnawing on my fucking neck. <laughs> One of these things takes priority. No. Um, no, yeah, I like I said, that first season was fine. I just, it didn't hold my interest. Nee. I'm Michael way Booker into like in that shit. I'm way into like high quality shows, like you know Grey's Anatomy. That's more my lane. Is that shit still on? Oh yeah. That's, that's in like it's 5,000 seasons. It's fucking insane They're going to for me. the ER thing. Oh, yeah. I just go forever. 20 <laughs> years. I like DR, though. To a point. And then it got to be like, yeah, okay, I got it. I'm good. Once all like the doctors you knew and loved were gone, it was like, yeah, okay. Well, no, no. You know what was peak ER when they had that one doctor, the douchebag surgeon, the bald guy, get his arm cut off by a uh, uh, helicopter? And then later in the season, the helicopter came back to finish the job and fell on him. Really? <laughs> yes. It was uh, like, see, I have, <laughs> all right, I ER. Have so little I memory of ER other than the fact that, like, George Clooney was on it. That's about all I remember. <laughs> no, no. The helicopter coming back to finish him off was, it was like, okay. There I, was the woman on ER who had the done. disease, right? Uh, it was, what's her face? Um, she was on Doctor Who with the curly hair. No, no, no. I'm thinking of somebody else. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. She had the short, straight hair. Yes. She was like the chief of... Yeah, she was like one of the leaders. Something or whatever. Yeah, one of the high But, ups. um... Is it Alex Kensington? Is that her name? She was on ER for a while. Okay. <laughs> it was a great Why show. Why did he put his head to the mic to shrug? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he thought he I was going to say something. something. We're not doing video, Bob. I thought I might say something. He was leaning in like, I'll think of something clever by the time I get there. What and we it just should didn't do come. is set Bob up in a dark room to play Resident Evil 7 and put a night vision camera on him and just walk out. A and night vision wait. camera? Yeah. Does that How how old does a night vision camera resolve 4K? 
I'm sure if you spent some money on it, Bob, <laughs> it would be great. You could put it on the list of ridiculous purchases. We could capture what he... Uh, we do have a capture card, so we could do that, too. Like oh. Full commentary. That's right. We could give commentary... Well, Bob plays. See, I feel that though. It has to be a like. It has to be like Resident Evil Four, or Resident Evil One, then. Because I haven't played Seven. I would feel it would have to be something I would have played, so I can critique properly. So, so here's the thing. Yes. You could set. You guys could set up upstairs. Like we could make a whole show of this. You realize, right? Bob plays shit, and Erica and Alex shit on him for it. This could be like a subtle interference offshoot. Exactly. Where we like post it on the website, but we link to a YouTube video. Mm. So Twitch, you, Twitch. We can't, we can't do YouTube anymore because they're bad for content creators. Okay. I also don't need some anti-abortion neo-Nazi fascist advertising on my video. <laughs> I do agree Twitch would be better. So you're saying we could set this up where we're doing commentary over your gameplay? Yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna do that. Once once you're not busy. Yeah, we need to make that happen. We may need a four K streaming card. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. I knew it. There's always something else, Erica. You can't stream four K on Twitch anyway. It maxes out at a certain bit rate. You would do like ten eighty P sixty FPS. That's what you would do. Well, I don't Yeah. I'm just trying to think of how it would work. With the, uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone streams above 1080p on Twitch. No, probably not. I'm just now. I'm trying to think of the technical logistics. Either way, um, if you Erica, at least we finally found a reason that he spent way too much money on a computer. <laughs> yes, yes, da, we've da, justified da, it. Da, da. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. It only took a year, and yeah, it's out of date now, but whatever, we found a reason. Alex, to be fair, Stardew Valley looks amazing on the computer. Erica, I was going to tell you, when Stardew Valley gets that multiplayer update on Xbox, Mm -hmm. you and I will be playing that on (laughs) Xbox. You're going to have to rebuy it on the Xbox. that's fine. (laughs) I'm down. We're going to do some multiplayer Stardew Valley. really getting multiplayer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has it on PC right now, but it doesn't have it on console yet, because, you know, because reasons. Well, you could get it on... PC then. No one, there's no one, no one plays anything on the PC, Bob. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. <laughs> I have an Xbox One X. Damn it. I play video games on that. <laughs> Can I open my notebook now? Or do we want to talk about uh, the women's pay-per-view? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So a game came out on Tuesday that you've played two years ago. Called No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, you were talking about this. Yes, yes, yes. Have you downloaded the update on the PS4 I have not had a chance to, no. So, I don't know how much you played, but you should probably just delete your save and start over. Solid. Because it's like a whole new game now. I played maybe a couple hours, because literally when I first put it on, it was, you're aiming a gun at things and making it explode so you could pick up the component parts. Right. Turning to another thing. (laughs) And doing that ad nauseum. Okay, so you've just described a very large portion of the game. But but if there was no purpose to it, though. Well, that's the thing now is there's like six games mashed into one game. Mm-hmm. So there is that resource farming aspect of the game. Still. Which I have no problem with. I just need a reason for it. Now, it's always like there's always another thing. <laughs> so I'm very new. Like I've only played like 10, 11 hours. 
only. <laughs> but there is so much to the game. Like, you know, you get to the first, you, you start on a planet. The planet's random. So some people get started on easy planets. Some people get started on frozen wastelands. You know? Bob, did you try to play No Man's Sky at all? Very briefly. And I was like, this is it. Okay, Within so like 10 minutes. I think the game holds your hand a little bit more now to get you going. Mm-hmm. So it kind of takes you through a little bit of like a, it's like a five hour tutorial where you're fixing your ship. So you're able to take off again. You go to other planets. You have to build a little bit of a base. You, they take you through all these different things. You can build a they, base though now? Oh yeah. So you can, you could take resources to build a base. The bases can be up to 20,000 pieces. Oh, so it's essentially Minecraft. <laughs> Like, literally, the game is, like, Minecraft, but they mixed it in with a space sim where there's millions of planets. And pretty much every planet you go to, you're the first person to ever be there because there's legitimately, you know. A ton. There's unbelievably, ungodly amounts of planets. And when you go play in someone else's game, you'll realize, like, oh, I'm 2,000 light years from where I was before, you know. So other question, um, do they have the map markers now? Map markers? Like say that I make my base mm-hmm. and I get up and I fly. Yes. To there the other will be side a marker to let you fly back. I it. can still find where I was. Cause that yes. wasn't in the game before you'd be like, Oh, I want to come back and explore this later. No map marker. So it's just fucking gone. Well, I think what you can do now, if you like find a spot that you, for some reason you want to come back to is you can build like beacons. Okay. But well, you can in find terms your of back. your base, like your base computer will show up on the map. Okay, yeah. cool. But so there's the base building aspect. And then if you build up your base enough, people come and start working for you and they unlock a quest line that'll lead you into be able to build vehicles. So there's like your spaceship, you know, and there's all these different classes of spaceships and they have different inventory space. They have different pluses and minuses. But now they've got like rovers and shit. Now now. they have like four or five different types of vehicles. Like some of them are like buggies. Some of them mine stuff, you know. So there's all these different things. I haven't even like, I'm telling you about things I'm not probably not going to get to for like a hundred hours. Right. Haven't scratched the surface yet. You can get a frigate that follows you around from planet to planet. Nice. That you store your ships on and they go out. It goes out on expeditions to gather stuff for you. So there's all these different aspects of the game, and I haven't even talked about the story. <laughs> like, but they have added there's a the story, story now. missions. Okay. There's all this shit, and you get on it, Erica. And like for me, someone who likes to like in a game like that, I like to clear clear out the quest log. You know, mm-hmm. I want to do everything. It's not possible. <laughs> there's always like you do one thing, and four other things start up. It gives me anxiety (laughs) because I know I'm going to play it for like a thousand hours and it's just going to ruin me. Actually, Erica, I changed my mind. Don't download that update. Delete the game. (laughs) Hey, Alex, I have a picture I want to show you. Okay. Dead Air, the podcast. It's always good for listening. Oh, definitely. It's, It's a good time. Where is CM Punk at with, is that Rondé Barber? Tiki. Tiki. That's Tiki? Yes. What are we looking okay, at? Okay, whatever. What is that for? A Netflix show called Ultimate Beastmaster. What's it about? 
I have no idea. That color shirt looks really good on him. That like emerald green. CM Punk is absolutely determined to never do anything related to wrestling ever again. Good After the experience him. he had, can you blame him? Why wouldn't him? you want to do stuff on the indies, though? Why wouldn't you want to go to New Japan? Because I think it made him hate it, which yeah. sucks. Okay, I can see that. That really, really sucks because he was good. Yeah, he was good. Well, and I think it's smart because if he, if he, if he go, if he did go back to the indies, and he ever ended up um, really deep in debt again, like I don't know that he was ever deep in. Debt. Well, no. It, it, but if he was ever like deep in debt or he was really needed the money, his only option to make a lot of money would be to go back to WWE. Yeah, I, I think mean, I think I think CM Punk's doing okay. He fleeced no, you know, the he UFC is, for like a lot of money. To he go did for now. His ass beat twice. Right, but you know he does need something else. So while he's got a pretty good chunk of change to I sit on, he lost to essentially a reporter. I, I <laughs> like, will say he also. I love CM Punk, but come on. Yeah. You lost to a reporter. He um he was one of those ones that was always really good about his money. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was pretty smart about it, you know? Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, oh, let me go out and be a fucking, let me go buy that Coke dealer mansion I saw down in Tampa, you know? It was like... God, that mansion's awesome. <laughs> like, it's like, no, let me get like a fucking condo in Chicago and Yeah, whatever. that condo in Chicago is probably a you know? million dollars. John Cena's... Yeah, I don't know if it was that. It might be that now. When he probably bought that, I don't think it was that much money. He was I still a little that, sh- You I never were over there is, when it was shitty. I think that place is bigger than it looks. Yes, it is. But John Cena's like a weird guy because he's kind of like a geek. Oh, he's a total geek. But he takes like his geekiness addictions and he funnels them into productive activities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like no, what if I told you, like, if I took my my vast knowledge of useless bullshit trivia and actually applied that to something, I'd be unstoppable. Like, remember that video of when he's at some Command and Conquer event? Oh, yeah. And, and he like starts nerding out fucking about nerding out. And you realize, like, holy shit, this guy at one point was probably addicted to video games. And instead, he got addicted to weightlifting. Yep. He transferred his addiction onto something that was worthwhile. That's like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan used to be addicted to video games. He got addicted to other stuff. <laughs> That's what he did. He stopped playing. He like cold toke turkey stopped playing video games. He got to channel it somewhere and else, channeled man. channeled his addiction into something that was actually productive. Speaking of being addicted to video games, I've played like 30 hours of God of War within the space of like <laughs> four good. days. I've heard it's good. I'm really enjoying it. It's beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I had a lot of fun. I'm no. enjoying it. I have to say, I'm going to be disappointed if there's none of those weird scenes where you would, like, drop into a room and there were two random women who were, like, naked for no reason. I haven't been fucking any random women. And then you'd just fuck them for, like, five seconds while you're just pounding the fuck out of Axe. And, yeah, you get your health back and you get some XP. I have not experienced any of that yet. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. Because there used to be, like, four of those. There were a lot of that. I'll I'll keep you posted. Well, he's a dad now. He's dad dad, of war. He's dad of war. (laughs) Oh, Kid man. isn't nearly as annoying as I thought he would be. So I have to tell you. This it's always that concern. This doesn't spoil anything about this new season of the challenge, uh, Final Reckoning. I was waiting until we got there. But have you watched any of this yet? Okay. We're going to wait until been, we can't. Wait. We, we can't. Wait. Yeah, we just can't. The, f- the format of this show is so bad now. Like, you know, I love the challenge, but it's all over the place when it comes to episode quality lately. 
in three episodes, there's been one challenge and one elimination. Yeah, that's no good. In three episodes. That's ridiculous. It's so stupid. And now they've done this thing again that you know I fucking hate, where they put guy-guy teams, guy-girl teams, and girl-girl teams, and they all compete against each other. So the games are never fair. Right. Like, they literally had one where the challenge was, like, they're swinging in on ropes or, like, you know, lines, whatever, to try to, like, grab uh, something and bring them back to their partner. So you've got guys, like, swinging full speed. I'm hitting my mic. I'm so angry. <laughs> okay. You've got guys swinging full speed into women, and it's like, well, what they set up the happen? stupid game this way. Right. You know, what are you supposed to do? Not Somebody's going to get hurt. Right. So they did this elimination. The elimination is basically there is a puzzle. It's those. It's the puzzle block thing where it's like all these weirdly shaped objects, and mm-hmm. you have to form them into a cube. Yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. grams. Oh no! Oh no! no this is like three D. Three D ones. Yeah. yeah. So one teammate is in like a cage, and they're being handed the pieces, and the other teammate has to go get them, and they're attached to like a bungee cord. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, you the closer you get to the the objects, the harder, it's harder it's, you're getting right. pulled back, right? So because one guy was a one person was a girl and the other was a guy and they were both doing the same thing, they made it appear on the show like they were doing the same amount of work. No. <laughs> I read the next day, they set it up so basically the guy was at a heavy disadvantage, like the girl was on one bungee cable and the guy was on two and they were shorter. So he had to pull way harder. And I remember at one point thinking they did like a they did like an overview of the contest. Mm-hmm. And the girl girl team had all their pieces are in the cage or right by the cage. And the guy girl team where the guy was doing the cable part, he's got like half of them there. And I'm like. There's this guy looks athletic. Like there's no way this is like going this bad, right? You know. And then I read the next day that yeah, they basically like set the game up wacky, and it's like, well, why the are point you? Then, right? Why are you doing this if you're gonna set like if you're putting somebody else at a disadvantage? <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, man, this guy is really having to struggle to get to these blocks. And then like the girls just like, yeah, here you go. Right. It's like, what? Well, in three episodes, only having one challenge and one elimination. It's like, fuck off. Really? It's so stupid. Like, come on. If this was a Netflix show and they released 20 episodes the oh, same Oh, different time, story altogether. It wouldn't bother me at different all. Different story. For a week-to-week show, it's so dumb. No, it's ridiculous. The One of the best things about the challenge was every week, you would get a challenge and you would get an elimination. Right. And every once in a while... They would do a cliffhanger on elimination when it was a big deal. Right. To try to draw you but in. But it didn't there. happen all the time. It would happen very, very rarely. rarely. Now it's every fucking episode. And the show is only good when there's a balance between drama and competition. Drama. I don't need to just see like 20 people show up and be drunk just because. I want to see some fighting I, I will because say, they're mad. They're fucking each other over in the competition. I, I will say there is one exception to that, and that was that three-day party. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that, that was the start season. of the show. Right. 
that shit was fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's like, are they still? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they've gone. They went hard. That There's was the when, <laughs> That was when Tony dragged Christina into the bathroom, or well, I should say that was the other way around. Christina was all over Tony. He still went for it. Oh, Tony. Tony time. You saw him on Champs vs. Stars. That guy is in really good shape now. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be the new face of the challenge. I was going to say he wants to be the new uh, Johnny Bananas. Well, if he starts starts playing the game smarter, which it's a big if. (laughs) We'll see. I love Tony, but he's good at one thing, and that's eating. He's a spectacular eater. (laughs) It's just hilarious. He's a world-class eater. You could probably give uh, what's-his-face Johnny Chestnuts or Joey whatever. Chestnut. Joey Chestnuts. a run for his money. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joey would be like, all right, I've been training all my life for this. Tony's like, yeah, I just rolled out of bed. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you have to have a big speech at the beginning, though, about how he's doing this for his girls. Oh, yeah. Doing it for it's the girls. It's all about the kids. All right. Curls um, for the girls. Unless you have anything else, we're going to talk about wrestling for an hour. Tries so it's up to guys. you. Do you have anything to say about... Uh, I don't even know if you heard they decided to do a uh, all-women's pay-per-view. Do you not care? I have no comments. Okay. okay. Well, so I, I'm going to let you guys would go. You guys like to stay, would you like to stay and be our producer? You're not doing anything else. Yeah, hang out. You hang out. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're good. You're not doing anything else. You're a loser. That was not what was implied. Bob. All right, I'm ready to talk about some professional wrestling. As Bob, am I. Bob got up and left. He's fucking gone. We're done with him. It's all good. I'm into it. The well, notebook has talk- been opened. So we, we talked about it last time on the podcast, so we should bring it up again now that they've announced it. They actually announced the WWE women's pay-per-view. The notebook is closing. Of again. course it's called <laughs> Of course it's called Evolution, because Triple H has to get that in there. Is a mystery. That song's so awesome. It really is. <laughs> All Triple H's theme music's are uh, great. Evolution is a mystery. Cause that I don't was... know any of the other lyrics. It was Motorhead again, wasn't it? He yeah. got him to do like it's three songs Motorhead. for him. It's awesome. Well, he's got Evolution, King of Kings, The Game. Is there anything else? Bow down to the, bow down to the king. Da-na, da-na, it's great. Da-na, da-na. Yeah, they're all great. So it had to be named WWE Evolution. Of course. I did enjoy the poster of Ronda Rousey flanked by Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. Because in case you didn't know... Those are the poster women, <laughs> you know. White bread, the wrestling pay-per-view. <laughs> it's all our hot, white, blonde women. Enjoy. I'm shocked Carmella wasn't on there. She was like poking up from the bottom. I'm here too, guys. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm hot here. And blonde. I can't wrestle. <laughs> yeah, so I shit on it last time because I was worried. I was thinking. I think you should still be worried, but. Well. Okay, there's the booking aspect. There's, let's take the booking aspect out, okay? Because obviously, we don't know. The whole show could be booked like shit, and it could kill the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if Vince gets his fucking hands on it. Well, because you really need... This needs to be a precursor. You need stories going into the fucking show. Well, that's what's going to be interesting, is to see when this show is coming up, how much focus are the women going to get on Raw? Right. Because... 
they get like or SmackDown as well, obviously. They get like some focus now, and because there's gonna be a lot of the people who aren't on Raw and SmackDown on the show in featured positions, really, are they gonna be around on Raw and SmackDown for a little bit? Because, you know, that's the thing. So my point was when we were originally talking about it, I was thinking it was going to be like all Raw and SmackDown women and then maybe like the finals of the Mae Young Classic or stuff. Like right, you had like brought that. that up, yes. Well, now we know it's essentially going to be every woman in the company is going to be on the show, which means there's probably going to be some sort of battle royal, Yeah, I would guess. But Now, you know, are the men going to be on the pre-show doing <laughs> a five-on-five uh, tag match? That would be fine. They could. I mean, that that would probably be an awesome match, actually. I'd actually be very If it's all that. your top guys. It'd be kind of funny. But, you know, so let's let's like, let's like run down the show. Sure. So what's more than what we know will be on there is they said the, May, the finals of the Mae Young Classic will be on there, mm-hmm. which you would have to assume Io Shirai will be in, you would think. I don't know who the other woman would be, but if Io Shirai's in there, it's probably going to be really good. So that's going to probably be a good match. The NXT women's title is going to be defended, which I hope involves Kahiri Sane. If she's in there, that's probably going to be a really good match. Mm -hmm. They said the NXT UK title will be defended, which I don't think they've even established yet. I was trying to look at that, and I don't think it has been yet either. Um, But they have a little bit of time. Right, because it's end of October, right? Yes. Now... I've seen that NXT UK's women's roster. It's not that deep. So you would have to assume Tony Storm will be in that match. If Tony Storm's in that match, it's probably going to be a good match. So you start going down the card and you think about it like that. And it's like, yeah, there's going to be some shit, of course. But, and then, you know, you look at the Raw and the SmackDown women's titles. I think what they're probably going to have on that show is ronda beating alexa for the title mm-hmm. which means alexa's probably going to win by some bullshit against ronda at SummerSlam to have her to have ronda win the title at the next show or maybe ronda wins at SummerSlam and they do a rematch when is SummerSlam? august you got a date or no idea okay <laughs> no clue no i was just trying to figure because like that's one of the big ones we usually watch and we've got some sunday shit coming up the next couple weeks so we might not be well around. we could watch it on like a monday or something right right that's but, what i was thinking um if that happens so my question will be at SummerSlam: does becky beat carmella for the title one would hope so. because here's my thing you don't want carmella in any sort of featured matches and I've come to the conclusion, and you know, I love this shit on Nia Jax. Like, nobody's business. Do you? No, yeah, I know. A little bit. <laughs> Carmella, if you stop and think about it, is actually the worst woman in the whole company. Because, think about this. Who's had good, solid matches with, with Asuka? Nia Jax has. And yeah, she's getting carried. Whatever, she can be carried. She, we saw her get carried by Ronda in that match that was actually a good, solid match. Dana Brooke in NXT had a good match with Asuka. Dana. <laughs> Alex has shifted positions. Dana fucking Brooke had a good match with Asuka. <laughs> Carmella in two tries can't even come close to an acceptable match with Asuka. Well, she's afraid of getting hit, isn't she? <laughs> Which, fine. No, it's Alexa who bumps weird. Ah, Alexa always bumps on her side for some reason. That's not going to last long. 
And so it looks like they're, they're so we got to get the title off Carmella. If it's Becky. Oop, oop. Damn it. I said you the did word. It. You did it. Got to go bliss, man. Um, If you get the title off Carmella and it's Becky Lynch V, I don't know. If you do like Becky Lynch versus Charlotte on that it. show, that's going to be a good match. I hope Sasha and Bailey they stop with this stupid stupid storyline and they have a match cuz that could be a great match if they give them time. No that's can the, do slurms. Okay, you know how we all when you think about bad women's storylines in the company's history, mm-hmm. I think everyone automatically thinks of the Michelle McCool, Layla, Mickey James, Piggy James thing. That was like the worst ever cuz it was bad. This Bailey Sasha thing is dumb. Is so much worse. It's criminally it stupid. It won't end. There's no logic to it. One week, Bailey assaults her. The next week, Sasha is on TV going, Bailey, I don't like to talk about my feelings, but I love you. It's like, did this just turn into an LGBT storyline? What is going on? Which, if it had, great, fine. I don't trust WWE to do that. No. <laughs> so it's just like, it's all over the place. They're enemies one week. They're friends the next. We'll see where they're at by the time that pay-per-view rolls around. It seems like now they're building towards them challenging for some new women's tag belts, which I can only hope ends with Bailey turning on Sasha finally, but whatever. Well, the only so, reason they have tag teams is to have them turn on each other. Yeah, That's just the whole reason for them in WWE. And I don't really want to see women's tag titles because they're just, they can't even book what they have now. No. You're going to give them more that has to have value. Right. You know, it just there is no title in the company that means anything, in my mind. Nope. When the when the when the women's title was first on Raw, I thought it had value and I thought it actually meant something. Now the titles mean nothing. When they're being held, I saw a chart the other day of who's held the women's titles since they came into existence. Alexa's out front by like. 300 Country days miles, or something right. and then i think charlotte's number two and i think carmella's number three sasha somehow has like 85 days with the title but she her... had like several different reigns <laughs> she had like didn't she? four reigns but she never defended the title so i don't know how she even got 85 days but whatever um... hey look brock doesn't have to defend the title i mean you know my view on the women is they got what they wanted which is equality in the company <laughs> they get the same shit booking as the guys now and you're not wrong everyone gets the same shitty booking welcome to wwe i just can't even bring myself to watch anymore alex i just don't care well, it's clearly the number two promotion in the world yeah. there's no doubt about that or even less i've actually heard impact is very good right now i heard slammiversary was, was like a really really good show yeah. i listened like to people to the, talk about it to they the said point it was where i was like maybe i'll check it, it wasn't out. like new japan levels well I mean, it's un- it's unfair to, to compare that. But. New, New Japan. So let's not get off the women yet. I think the show actually could be good. I think there's potential for it to be good, sure. But I don't trust them to... Well, I'm not... I'm... Let's leave the booking aspect out. Because okay. we don't know. We right. don't know no, we don't. what's going to fucking happen. What stupid ways they're going to book themselves into a corner. How they're going to ruin it. Fuck right. finishes all over the place. Well, that's, see, that's the biggest thing, Alex. You just need to let the finishes be the finishes... I don't need fuck finishes every match. Heels can beat baby faces clean. It's okay. Just because you're an asshole doesn't mean you can't wrestle. Well, and the whole, like, this this is an incoming rant. Like. I'm ready. Are you ready? Is your body ready? You're absolutely right. Why should I fear this heel 
if he can't, if him, she, whoever, can't win a match validly, all you're doing is devaluing your championship because it's like, oh, this guy's just a fucking dork who can't defend himself. So he gets the title? What is that about? Well, there's definitely a place for the chicken shit heel. But not every time. But it's like, it has a shelf life. That's all they do. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole company is based around getting heat. Everyone's got to have heat on them. No one ever gets to win. No baby faces ever get to overcome the odds unless nope. you're John Cena. Unless you're John Cena. <laughs> and that got to a point of parody, so. Yeah, so I, you know, obviously I think there's going to be in some, like, bad matches on the show. Like, if they, you know, let's say I pull something out of thin air. Let's say they do Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville against, uh, the other faction of women what's their names uh the riot squad the riot squad like that'll probably be a bad match <laughs> you know it is what it is right but but you know the whole thing is as long as there's if the top of the card is good that's all that i care about and yeah. don't fuck with stuff just and let hope, stuff sit hopefully it's not a four-hour show that's going to be the other thing they're probably going to be thinking if we don't do four hours, people are going to say we shortchange the women. So it probably will be a four-hour show. Probably. Which means it's going to be bad. Because if you're not New Japan and you're not killing it every match, you can't have a four-hour four show. Four hours is way too long. It's so fucking long to be sitting there and like, it, it's just, it's too long. It is. It's way, way, way too long. So is SummerSlam going to be like five hours? Probably, yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we actually should watch it on Sunday and Monday. There you go. Split it up. <laughs> Intermish. Intermish. We'll see <laughs> you guys come, later. I'll come here for half. You come by me for half. God. That'll be it'll be way more palatable. And what we'll do is for the other two and a half hours where we're not watching it each we'll day, just watch we'll watch New matches. Japan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> actually, fuck SummerSlam. We'll just watch the G1 again. Hey, I'm into that. Oh, that was the best. So Alex came over a few weekends ago to watch. Uh, you were going to watch, what was it, Extreme Rules? Yeah, we talked about this. Did we? Did we? Did we? We talked about time? that we were going to do. Okay. That. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Alex was like, "Oh no, I actually brought over some New Japan matches." And I'm like, "Thank fucking Christ! Let's do oh, that's great! Flying in, love it." That show was good. It was. It was fucking great. So, Erica, when you now you remember, I told you I was like, "Man, you know, I really loved Naito versus Omega." But Ishii versus Goto is even better. What did you think when you watched it? I loved it. I, I loved every second. Loved it. I have some notes. Okay, hit me with the notes. The beginning where they're telling each other to run off the ropes and then they run into each other like a couple bulls. Yes. And neither one neither wants to go down. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, hard-hitting glory, I have. Uh, absolutely loved that. Goto was really selling the frustration really, really well. <laughs> When he kept, you know, because Ishii was kind of getting the best of him there at the beginning a little bit mm-hmm. with the chops and he kind of kept making those faces and it just really like drew you into everything. Uh, Ishii feels no pain. Well, the dual lariat collapsed toward the end. <laughs> oh, it was oh, awesome. The whole tasty, the whole clothesline exchange. It was so great. Choice. Choice. How about when. Goto hit Ishii. He started kicking him in the chest, and Ishii just crumpled to the fucking ground. I loved when during the clothesline exchange, at one point, Goto hits Ishii with a clothesline, and Ishii's just trying to fight through it, and he's trying to fight through it, and you hear the referee in the background. He's like, "Come on, Ishii! <laughs> Come on!" 
come on. He's like, he's like, come on, stay up. You know, it was awesome. It just, it, it was great. I absolutely I loved every because second Because the of it. Japanese love strong style. They want to see who's the toughest guy. Mm-hmm. Every match, they want to see who the toughest guy is. I loved the lack of pins. We had very few pin attempts in this mm-hmm. match. And uh, no outside the ring shenanigans, which Ishii doesn't do much of. They spend the whole match in the ring. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And the headbutts, I thought, were great as well. Yeah, and the safe headbutts that looked great. Yes, so you're not, like, cracking your fucking skulls against each other. Oh, it was great. It was absolutely great. Beautiful match. Today we watched uh, Shibata against Ishii. Also wonderful. I mean, I feel like two, three months ago, Erica, I told you Ishii's my favorite pro wrestler. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. Now you know. Now I get it. Now I completely understand it. When we were watching the match, I told you guys uh, last night after I was watching all this G1 shit, I went to uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and I definitely stared at a Stone Pit Bull shirt for a solid 15 minutes. Just buy it. (laughs) And the time you were staring at it, you could have worked and made the money to buy it. That's very true. I do need a New Japan shirt, though. I like that. I want the lion just to be wearing around. Well, there's a lot of good New Japan shirts. There's shirts. There's Bullet Club. There's the wrestler shirt. There's Stone Pitbull. They have uh, a hoodie that's pretty rad, too. I was eyeballing that as well. Yeah, you could get just the New Japan logo, which is a cool-looking logo. It is. It's a rad logo. I love those muffler towels. So I love great. them. I'm telling you, if they have those at all in, I'm buying, like, 15. Let's see. <laughs> that Okada one that looks like a dollar bill. It's great. It's awesome. I love Broken Okada. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's a crazy person. Broken Okada is glorious. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's, well, since he lost the title, he's a shell of himself. But I love that. It's like, it, it makes matters. sense. And it's not, I, I love that he doesn't get an automatic rematch because that stuff's bullshit. Yep. He has to earn it. Exactly. So now he has to try to win the G1. And, and he's been he doing kind of shitty. G1, he's got to find another way. When, how do you get to, because ch- whoever wins the G1 has to defend that once right yes traditionally the only thing that i think wouldn't that wouldn't happen is if kenny omega wins it he gets to pick his opponent for wrestle kingdom interesting so i think then that wouldn't happen possibly i don't know how that works exactly very interesting because i think kenny omega's undefeated right now i think he's four and oh far as i've watched juice today he's beat goto he beat naito he beat juice which and he won by DQ against Tamatanga. So it's two points each. So he's got eight points right now. Right. You well, know what? You know who's in the same block, don't you? Kenny lot. Omega and Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> which means we're getting that match That's again. That's going to be a great and match. And you haven't watched it yet. Their match at the first G1 special in LA for the US title mm-hmm. was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm to watch, look it up. That was the one where I was like, Ishii's my favorite wrestler <laughs> in the whole world. Can we talk about the music just for a second? Everyone's music is wonderful. There's a lot of good theme songs. In Goto's theme song, I was like, oh, I gotta download this. This is fucking great. Love it. I love Ishii's. It's good too. <laughs> oh my god. It's just it's, It doesn't fit him at all. Not really. But no. it works. It works. I'll, I'll accept it. I saw a picture the other day of Ishii smiling. I almost fell off my chair. It seems very unnatural. <laughs> that was so weird. 
I'd also like to shout out the uh, fans. The the Japanese. Oh my god. Okay, what was I watching? It might have been that Ishi Goto match, or no, maybe it was Goto Kenny Omega. Anyway, the match ends. They cut to a shot of the crowd, and it's a bunch of Japanese people sitting there. They're very polite. They're watching what's going on. They're clapping because the Japanese don't really get up and jump around and do any of that. They just clap and they cheer. Right. And But they sit there. They really don't stand up that much. There's one random white guy in the crowd wearing a soccer shirt. Did you see this? I saw that picture. Yes, I did. Ke- <laughs> Kevin Kelly, they cut to him. He's acting like a complete idiot. He's posing for the camera. He does the suck it sign. Ugh. Kevin Kelly goes... There's all the polite Japanese fans and that one British guy. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. No, the Japanese crowds add so much to the match. Like, they really get you so into it. And they all they really do is, what do I always say, Erica? Instead of the this is awesome chant, why don't you try cheering really loud? It gets you so into it when the crowd gets hot like that. They do two things. They cheer loud. Well, they do three. They cheer loud. They boo. And they chant names. Kenny! That's it. The women chanting for who they want to win is the best. Like, I don't know why, but in Japan, tons of women there. And they're so emotionally invested. Like, you'll see women in the crowd and they'll get like this glee-filled smile on their face and they'll do a little clap <laughs> like this. There's a like, lady who's, and I, maybe I just saw her a bunch because I was watching matches from one show, but she has a Daryl cat. Yes. She's had a lot of the shows. There's one girl who has a Kenny Omega cat. Yes. But the Daryl cat is my favorite. She's kind of adorable and I love her. <laughs> and by the way, you know what the New Japan cameramen do? They find the attractive women in the crowd and the attractive men. It's weird. The way and that they works. don't show the inbred people that WWE loves to show because they hate their fans. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. WWE, I have no brand loyalty. Why they, would you? They just have been shitting on me for so long. Right. They clearly hate their fans. Like, clearly. New Japan loves their fans. Like, you can tell. And in the Japanese, if your product sucks, they ain't going. No, why would they go? They don't. This isn't the fucking American shit where they're just going to go no matter what, which I can't figure out. Right. I don't even understand the thing like at the last pay-per-view Extreme Rules, all those people went in Pittsburgh and they just shit on the Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler match. And it's like, look, okay, if you want to do that, fine, whatever. Why go? Why did you go? Like. A way better message to send, rather than going there and acting like idiots, is just don't go and have the building be like a third full. Right. If the building was one third of the way full, that would send a message. No, you're a dumbass and you're paying your $60, $150, to sit ringside? And then you're on your cell phone. Oh, don't get me started. Or you're posing for the camera. Because it's like, they don't care. what They got your money. What do they fucking care? It, it just doesn't make... That's why it's like I feel like Impact should really kind of be... Let's put our best foot forward here. Well, and Sinclair has the money if they want to do it. Or not... That's not Sinclair. Sorry, Sinclair no. is ROH. Yeah, who owns Impact? I have no idea. But we mentioned it earlier, that Slammiversary special was supposed to be great. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about tracking it down and watching it because it's just like... 
Well, it's I not better want, than the G1 stuff. Well, of course not. But I just want good wrestling. That is yeah. literally all that I want. Well, I want stuff to make sense. I want the baby face to eventually get a big win over the evil heel. I just want simple storytelling. I don't need convoluted bullshit or you have to edit together six hours of garbage into a three-minute video package where it actually makes sense. And even sometimes it still doesn't well, make sure. sense. But they got some wizards working at it's WWE. It's just like, oh, well, that was a really nicely produced video. Okay. <laughs> the content sucked. But the well, production and that's the thing. Was I mean, nice. you sometimes you will get a great match out of WWE, but it's just I have to slog through so much bullshit to find it. There's not enough time in the day, man. I can't sit on a Sunday for five hours and watch your dog shit pay per view. I just can't. Yeah, when like two matches on the whole show are good. Right. But you've been so beaten down by the rest of the show that when those two good matches happen, it's like, okay. well, that was okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and know? the guys that you hear the fans cheering for, they're just like, you know. We don't care. Look at poor Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is like female Daniel Bryan. No matter what they do to barrier, people still cheer. They still love her. Because, like, Becky's got that thing where you can tell she's super nice and she's a super hard worker. Right. And there's nothing you can do to stamp that out. Right. You know, and that's why the people love her. But they just won't, like... If there was any logic in the world, Becky would be Carmella at SummerSlam. But you know what the fuck do I know? Yeah. Let's have let's keep it on the worst woman in the whole company. Well, that's the other thing. It's like I'd rather Nia Jax be the champion. Here's the, it, I'd rather Nia Jax be the champion. Think about that. What I really don't understand is it's like you have assembled a roster of amazing talent, and you do nothing with it. You just let it fester and sit there. Well, and the thing is, you know, one of the things, the problem for New Japan is, one, they need to get their app onto more services. Like, right now, I think it's only on the Amazon Fire TV. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Yes. Because basically the only two ways to watch your, to watch New Japan is either PC or PC slash cell phone or a fire stick or a fire stick. That's it. Right. You know, you got to get on the Apple TV. You, yeah, you, you got to get on, on the Xbox, PS4. Right. Those are the big ones. Xbox, PS4. Uh, what did you just say? Apple, Apple TV. TV and like the Chromecast, ideally. Yeah. Those are like the big ones, really, especially the consoles, because like almost everyone has either an Xbox or a PS4. Right. But and don't be a daily motion level app. Please. God, that app sucks. Please. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. they, they have that issue, and then they have the issue of just, you know, it's a company called J New Japan, so you have to try to get people over the thing of it's a Japanese company. You know, it's just about watching great wrestling. It's not about where it came from. Right. Exactly. You know? and well, I've and that's the thing about good wrestling. It transcends language. It's all yeah. there in the in the motion. It's all there in the way they're telling the story in the ring. Well, and they have Kevin Kelly and they have Rocky Romero calling almost every show. And right. Don Callis is there a lot, too. And so they, you know, they're trying, but they just need to get the apps out. That's yeah. going to be the really big thing. That'll be huge. Yeah. But like, I you, think like, you, you see... have an, like you have an Amazon Fire TV. I don't. Yeah. So I would have to just watch it on my PC, which is fine because I can. It's gonna I say it's hooked up right to your. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. But for most people, probably don't have that. They don't setup. have that setup, right? Well, and I do think that the the it being from Japan is a big. That's a big thing because of the nationalism thing, right? 
for sure. Because people are stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big aspect of it. And I think sometimes with pro wrestling, people feel like it's hard to just, like, start because then you're just getting into storylines in the middle and everything. I will argue, though, I think wrestling is the best for that, though. Because, like, uh, storylines tend to go a little longer, maybe, than they would on, like, a telev- like a normal television show. And I think that there's enough there where you could go and kind of seek out what the story is. Like when the when the Golden Lovers reunited. I didn't know much mm-hmm. about that. But I went and you could find shit, you know, fairly easily online about it. So um, it, uh, uh, it all kind of coalesced for me. Yeah. And I think what happens with pro wrestling is when you see a great match, you naturally gravitate towards the person who really stood out to you. Mm -hmm. You know, like a really long time ago, I'm sitting there watching an NXT show and I had never seen Sasha Banks wrestle. And I watched Sasha and I was like, it's like jump. She was like jumping out of the TV for me because it's like, whoa. I have not seen a woman at this level in this company before. Like, I had seen the match between Paige and Emma, which was good. It was a good match. Yeah. But no one was really, like, jumping out of the TV. Sasha's got that, like, that it factor, though. Yeah, she Sasha's so much better than everyone else, except for, like, your Asuka's or Kahiri Saints, who right. are, you know, probably, you know, Asuka's already being buried. Ben buried, I should say. Kahiri Sane's going to get buried on the main roster. Like, it doesn't matter how much charisma you have. They're going to bury you, especially if you're not a hot, white, white, blonde girl. What's so fucking frustrating about NXT, right? It's because you could do the best work down there. Look at Velveteen Dream doing great work down there. The instant he steps onto the main roster, you're done. You're done. Well, it's, it's weird because you kind of don't want to peak in NXT. Like... Look at Elias. Elias was a total nothing in NXT. And for some reason, his act has grabbed on on the main roster. I mean, you know, the guy's okay and everything, but I don't know what's caused him to be the one to have success. I mean, everyone else that's come out of NXT is basically a complete failure. Basically. I think maybe you could argue for Kevin Owens not being that, but... He's in a real bad storyline with Braun Strowman right now. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, and you've kind of, like, like, the bronze stuff was, like, great at first, and now I'm just kind of like, okay, I don't really care. Yeah, but I've I've started getting, uh, you know, everyone who watches wrestling, I've been telling them, you have to watch New Japan, and I just say it over and over again, and hopefully I can annoy some people into watching it, but, you know, there's one guy that I bowl with now and then, we used to bowl on a team together, and he's been watching wrestling, like, his whole fucking life, you know? And he loves WWE and everything, but he knows they've been shitting on him for so long that he just wore him down. And I got him to start watching New Japan, and he's like, oh, dude, it's it's so great. It's light years And w- when anyone watches it, if you actually love wrestling, because there is a difference, right? Some people love wrestling, mm-hmm. and some people love the WWE. Yes. If you actually love wrestling, New Japan is like, I feel like we're in like a golden age of wrestling right now. But none of it's in WWE, no. which is too bad because WWE really has a stacked roster. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't come through on the show no. because of positioning. I mean, I read people online, you know, talking about Sasha Banks. They think Sasha Banks sucks. Because people and are that's, stupid. And that's because the booking is so bad that they've positioned her like a loser, mm-hmm. you know, and that's to some degree not their fault. 
that they think that because all they've ever seen well, is Well, that's Deke all they're Sasha seeing Banks. of her on the main roster. Right. You're like, what are everybody talking about? Like, if what I, the fuck? Yeah, if I never saw those NXT matches where she was tearing the house down, You'd think I'd she be was like, a geek, too. Geek loser. You know, because they're all geeks except for Rhonda, Charlotte, Alexa. That's That's pretty much the list for the women. For the guys, I mean, okay, I even, I don't know who's not a geek. Because Roman Reigns is a fucking geek. He loses all the time. I did hear we're doing Roman v. Lesnar again at SummerSlam. In the Barclays. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. Good luck with the fans reacting well to that match after a five-hour show. You know what they should actually do? They should start with that match. Because if it's the opener, you might actually get a positive reaction. Maybe. If you end the show with that... It's going to get dumped all over. Especially with Lesnar having been, like, just... And not around since fucking WrestleMania. I'm actually looking forward to... You know it's going to get dumped on. I mean, you know it. There's no hope it doesn't get shit on. Well, and what drives me crazy is it's like you can play to that. Like, you can make that go to your advantage. Like, everybody knew that that one SummerSlam where Daniel Bryan fought uh, John Cena. John Cena was going to get shit all over and people would be all about Daniel. I mean, we all knew what was happening. We knew that Orton was going to come out and cash in. But, well, I mean, you could, that fucking match was also great, though, because it's fucking Daniel Bryan, and John Cena's a good wrestler, no matter what anybody wants to say. But, or even, like, with fucking uh, uh, Money in the Bank in Chicago. Play to that shit, man. Well, here's the thing with WWE is I can tell when I listen to the talent talk that they've convinced all the wrestlers that any reaction is a good reaction. Yes. So if they believe that, what you have to do is when you go to the show, if you gonna want to go, I don't know why you'd want to go. Because I've known for like three years I don't want to give them any money. But if you really want to go, you're, if you want to send a message that you want something better, you have to sit there and sit on your hands and don't make any noise, don't stand up, don't do anything. Because if you sit there during the Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match and you just shit on it the whole time, it's a reaction. they're going to go to the back and they're going to go, well, at least they were into it. Right. You know, so. Well, don't go. You just shouldn't go. That's, I mean, I really don't know why people go. Go to NXT. This is honestly what people should do is go to NXT the night before, pack the fucking building, and then nobody goes to SummerSlam the next night. Because you know, first of all, NXT is going to be a way better show. Correct. And so there's that. Yes. And then if you if no one goes to SummerSlam, like if half the amount of people went to SummerSlam that went to NXT, that would send a message. Yep. But, but they won't. But people don't do that. I don't nope. know why. I don't know the whole mindset of wanting to go to a show to shit on it. It's weird. It's like you said, it's that whole American crowd thing where they want to make the show about themselves. Do you remember when we went to... NXT last year when they were in Chicago and there was that guy who had a puppet on his hand. Oh, he's doing like dumb chants the whole time. And was and trying to get on television because yeah. it's all people fucking care about. See, I'll go to a bad movie and I'll shit on the bad movie, but that's like, what? But you're not $10? in the theater like yelling at the screen. No, not at all. But I, I, I enjoy watching garbage, but I'm not going to pay... 60, 70, 100 bucks for tickets to something 
to get shit on the That's whole the time. The thing is, WWE is expensive. Yes, it's it not is. cheap anymore. No, it's not. Like even if you're in the th- like if they come here and it's in the Allstate Arena. Even if you're in the 300 level, that's like a $70 ticket. It's expensive. So why would you want to go just to get shit on? I don't... I'd rather go to that indie show look, for 10 know, bucks. Here's what we could say. When it comes to something like a movie, you don't have the lead executive there watching you for your feedback. Right. Vince McMahon is sitting there watching the show the whole time. If you sit there and have your dumb reactions and you make your stupid chants and you chant for Rusev, like this is the other thing people do. They'll like chant for Rusev during some random match, but then it's AJ versus Rusev and they don't chant for Rusev. What the fuck? They're morons. <laughs> They're idiots. And that's that's why they hate their audience because their audience is like borderline inbred. Well, and I don't know if it's to a point where the audience is just like, I know they're not going to give me what I want, so I'm just going to... But why fool? go? But That's why what I go? don't understand. Why even bother going? Why give them money? You know, at this why point. Why are you buying fake championship belts? Just <laughs> stop. At this point, and those championships are also ugly. This isn't like you're buying the winged eagle, eagle title or something. You know, you're buying these ugly ass titles. They all look like shit. The only championships that look cool are the NXT belts. I like the Intercontinental title. That one's okay. That's the, probably the best one of the main roster. But every other title. You know, the women's and the men's main titles like all look the same. Right. They look stupid. I like the NXT championships. I think they look... I oh, think look the good. NXT championships look like high class. And like you said, the WWE titles, they look like toys. And I know they... For, this is another thing, is they've convinced all their wrestlers that the show is a children's show. No. It's not. Not at all. It's old people who watch the show. That's the audience. Your audience is like 60-year-olds. They did a demographic like breakdown a while ago, and everyone that watches, like the majority of people are like over 35. Yeah, it's all old people right. because they're hanging on from the Attitude Era. Right. And you've been shoveling shit down their throats for 10 plus years, at least. Well, I also think it's folks who aren't willing to go out and seek out other wrestling yeah. they know okay wwe i know that's on usa seven o'clock every monday that's where i'm gonna be well that's that's the weird thing i was talking about where there's some people that are wwe fans and there are some people that are pro wrestling fans and i'm a fan of great pro wrestling so am I. and new japan is in the middle of like a three or four year run of unbelievable match quality i will tell you this since i have started watching new japan eh, what since like wrestle kingdom I have not seen a bad match. Oh, it's crazy. You might not see. They're not all crazy. Like they're I don't not want anyone great. to go watch the show and be like, no, 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 every no. match is going to be unbelievable. I will. I have not looked at my cell phone once while watching New Japan. The people at the WWE shows are so bored. They're looking at their cell yes. phones, let alone the people at home who want to hang themselves. Well, the whole thing is, Alex, it's like if you want to find good wrestling, it's out there. If you live in a major city like in Chicago alone. There's like five or six indie feds that are putting on like solid content. Not everything's going to be great. Probably better than WWE. Yes. Not everything's going to be great, but like Mustafa Ali came from freelance wrestling. That's mm-hmm. just, they're based out of Chicago. They've been around for a couple years. Every show that I've been to of theirs has been solid. I've never been mad that I've gone to a show. You've got AAW out in Berwyn. You've got uh, Shimmer out of Berwyn too. You've got, if you live in a major city, you can go find good wrestling. You don't have to watch WWE. 
Yeah, and that's the thing is with the internet now, it's so easily accessible to find other stuff. And it is on New Japan now to get those apps. Yes. That's the big thing because a lot of people aren't going to sit there and watch wrestling on their cell phones or on their computer. They would rather watch on their console or whatever. Right. You know, their streaming device of some sort. So that is on New Japan. They need to get those out there like ASAP because they're so red hot right now. Like, and their roster is unbelievable. I well, mean, and the word of mouth has been, I haven't heard a bad word about New Japan. When you when you stop and think about it, like the top 10 or 15 wrestlers in the world are all in New Japan. Right like now, it's yeah. unbelievable because positioning and booking matters. Like I know AJ Styles is a great wrestler. But when he's not allowed to show it, it doesn't matter how good he is. They managed to make a feud between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Boring. Well, the whole feud is just about ball punching. Like, really, guys? It was awesome the first time. But when they did it like 35 times, it was like, this is stupid. It's like you realize people watch your show every week, right? It's the same idiots tuning in. You don't need to keep doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, and it's funny. The Japanese don't have the thing Americans have about, you know, not liking the Gaijin, the Gaijin wrestlers, you know? Oh, yeah, they're cool like with the them. foreigners. They're not, they're totally cool with it. And it's weird because if any country was going to hate Americans, you think it'd be Japan. it would be Japan, <laughs> right? But they haven't held on to that. Whereas, like, Americans, like especially like your Vince McMahon's of the world, anyone who isn't white, he's like totally down on. Yeah, them. you shit all over him. Bless you. You know what else we haven't talked about? Because this happened right after we recorded the podcast two weeks ago. Is Hogan got reinstated to the Hall of Fame? I would rather not talk about it. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather not. It's Fuck like him. Unbelievable. No, it's perfectly believable because well, Vince no, 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 is an it's, old. It's believable. Right. But it's Vince is an old fucking racist, and he's like, I want my buddy back in. <laughs> it's just so crazy because the Hulkster is so past his time. Yeah, he doesn't have any value anymore. Like, nope. who cares about seeing Hulk Hogan on TV? And all you're doing is pissing people off. You're that's pissing it. off people on your roster. Well, that seemed to be the one thing they didn't anticipate was they didn't. You know, they they accounted for the sponsors and they accounted for how fans might feel to some degree. They don't really care that much. What I think they thought is they thought the wrestlers were just going to get in line. And that did not happen. Nope. Did you see that statement the New Day put out? Yeah. Titus O'Neil wasn't thrilled either. Well, would you be? Well, they did this. Apparently, they did this weird thing where they got all the wrestlers together backstage and they even brought in the people who weren't going to be on the show. And they said, no, it's a required meeting. Everyone has to be there. Triple H comes up first. And I think Triple H is a smart guy, but he misread this situation big time. He walks up there and apparently he starts talking, you know, in this day and age, you got to be careful that you could be recorded at any time. You know how social media is. He gave that whole speech. And then Hulk got up there. So it's okay to be racist, just don't. Right. Hulk got up there and just basically talked about how, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was being recorded. And it's like, no one cares that you were recorded or not, bro. Right. 
It's that you're calling your girlfriend's boyfriend, your your daughter's boyfriend, sorry, the N-word. It's like... Yeah, that's, that's like, the problem. And imagine, like, you're his daughter and that happens. You hear about that? It's like, what the fuck, dad? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and how are all these uh, these guys supposed to feel? Yeah, man, I'm sorry it got recorded. <laughs> that's literally what he said. So he has, like, no remorse. No, of course not. And the truth is... Okay, if we want to be honest about it, he probably made money off this whole thing happening because of the Gawker trial. Probably. You know, I don't know how much Peter Thiel took. I don't know how much he took, whatever. He probably made money on this whole thing happening more than he would have made for like the three or four years he's been exiled from wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not paying him shit anymore to come around and be a... Well, in his shirts, he's got shit on pro wrestling tees. I'm sure he's doing just fine. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing great. I'm not too worried about fucking Hulk Hogan. Sales probably skyrocketed when no, all the bet racists, they did. all the alt-right idiots heard him say, uh, heard him saw someone the N-word. So. That's fine. Hey, I see people wearing certain shit. It's like, nice to know where you stand, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's like, like you said, it's totally believable, but it's also unbelievable, the gall. Like, they're, they're just in this alternate universe, and this is the thing about WWE, we look from the outside and it's like they seemingly are doing everything wrong, but everything's falling into place for them no matter what they do. Yeah, we'll see how those ratings go. It's so weird. I just can't. This is the one thing I just can't figure it out. Like, I can come up with the reasons in my mind. That people still go to WWE shows even though they suck. Okay. Oh, my kids like it. I'll take them. Whatever. I could come up with the reasons. I can't come up with the reason that USA is going from five hours of content per week to three hours of content per week. And they're going to pay way more. And then Fox is going to get two hours of content per week. And they're going to pay an insane amount of money. For a wrestling show on network TV on a Friday that's probably going to bomb. I just can't figure this shit out. I don't get it. It's either, so Alex. crazy from I, business perspective. I don't get it either. Like they think all their fans are, you know, idiots. I don't know how they're expected to like sell advertising because all you ever tell people is that our friends or our fans are redneck morons. Right. Which I would like to say is true for the most part. <laughs> but the folks I know that still watch are not rednecks. Might be morons because they're still watching WWE. But it's like, but like my buddies who watch wrestling, I'm like, they started watching Wrestle Kingdom. They're watching New Japan. It's like, that's what you got to be watching. Yeah. Well, don't torture yourself. I feel like, you know, we were talking about earlier, like I never, you know, I was like off Facebook years and years ago. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm like ahead of the curve on some of this stuff, Erica. I'm like a trendsetter (laughs) (laughs) because I've been fast forwarding through Raw and Smackdown for like 10 years i can vouch you have been for a very long time (laughs) you know because one thing is when you watch a lot of wrestling you can spot shit from a mile away like if you're new to wrestling you don't know it's shit until it's happening i know when i see a segment coming you can see something coming from a mile away it's like dana brooke and alicia fox against sasha banks and bailey it's like i'm good fast forward thanks not dealing with it i'll press i'll press play to see the finish it's just not worth sifting through all of the turds to find the diamond it's just not i don't have enough time the only good thing about the show being awful is that when it's awful the recaps are awesome 
That's the only good part. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Naito v. Juice. Uh, I did not watch that one yet. Solid. It was really good. Um, There's so much G1 stuff. I know. It's insane. Uh, I mean, Naito is just going for the hand the entire match. Uh, He's a dirty cheater. You know, the best thing Juice could have ever done was leave WWE. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Apparently, they want him back now. Don't go. Don't. No. <laughs> Don't go. Would you? Like, no, I'm good. Thank you. If they made me some crazy money offer, like, okay. <laughs> I'll come lose my love of this business over crazy money. <laughs> we see how that worked out for CM Punk. Yeah, just like, no. And this was where my love of uh, Kevin Kelly's Destino call no, he did the came well, into came into being. The first time I heard him do the really long one was the Naito Ishii match. Oh, these are the way that I this is the order that I watched them. So mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, that, I just noticed. I, I don't know if I've noticed it before. I really noticed it this match, and I was like, "Well, that's just lovely." <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the Naito uh, Ishii that suit with the cape, man. Oh, it's awesome! I love that fucking especially shit. when he wears the mask. Oh, it's great. I love that the name of the stable is Los Ingrenables de, de Hapan. Yep. It's awesome. It's great. I want, that's a great shirt. That is a great shirt. The all black with the red text. That's a great shirt, Erica. Get that shirt. <laughs> Buy me one. Sure. No problem. <laughs> uh, Ishii's chops and Naito just smirking while he was doing it. Yeah, Ishii's just beating the shit out of him and Naito's smiling the whole time, which just makes Ishii hit him harder. And then at one point, Naito spits in his face. And so Ishii starts chopping him in the fucking throat as payback. Oh, yeah. He's going for the throat chops, which were outstanding. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I have that here with an exclamation point after it. And uh, he, he just when Ishii gets in there, you just it looks like he's beating the shit out of you. <laughs> I love it. Well, there's guys like, okay, every time I see Ishii, I know I'm going to see a great match. There are guys like Goto now. We're like... For some reason, I'm never that excited about a Goto match. And then I watch a Goto match, and I'm like, that oh, was shit. great. That was wonderful. <laughs> no. I'm so happy I watched that. I don't know what it is about Goto, but I'm never, like, excited. But then I'm totally into it. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Uh, Goto v. Omega. Which that was, was a great match. This was the uh, Goto's Music Rocks. I have that here. And I love Kenny's fucking chintzy-ass uh uh, one winged angel rip off music. Did you hear Kenny's working with a broken heel? Really? Yeah. I did not. Yeah, apparently, has some sort of fracture in his heel. Oof. So that's got to be great. Yeah, he he broke it when he did the the tope onto Cody at that show, the G one show. Oh yeah, the G one special in L A. Oh, or whatever. That's gotta suck. Yeah, so he's been working through that. He said that I'm being the elite. I mean, he doesn't even look like he's limping. Juice anything. is on being the elite for the last two episodes. He's fucking awesome. Okay, I gotta watch. I'm behind again. <laughs> he walks up to. I just gotta say it. He walks because you're gonna see it anyway. He walks up to Bad Luck Fale. You know, Bad Luck Fale has lost like 40, 50 pounds or something. And it's Juice. So it's I'm being a murder. Is awesome delivery. His delivery is so great. He walks up to Bad Luck Fale. He's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I see you lost a bunch of weight. And, dude, you must just be swimming in pussy right now. Man, are you are you okay with the Bullet Club? What's going on between you guys? It was all like that. Just all like one thing. Yeah. One sentence. And then <laughs> Fale goes, fuck him. And Juice starts asking. He's like, oh, man, come on. You know, and Fale just walks away. And Juice goes like, hey, man, come on. What's going on? 
are you really mad at him? And in the distance you hear, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh my goodness. Uh, what else here? Oh, when Kenny was going for the, uh, he was going to do something off the top rope and then go to through the chair at him. <laughs> oh yeah. I loved that. That was amazing. By the way, being the elite, way better than Raw and SmackDown. Oh, week. oh, in a fucking walk. By man. a mile. Yeah. 20 minutes, if that. Okay. Quality content. I got to tell you, I, you got to watch them. You have to watch them. I know you will at some point. It's Kenny, one of those things I like a backup and then I sit and I'll just watch a bunch. Kenny invites uh, Chase Owens and Hangman Page over to play like Mario Tennis or something. So they're playing it while Kenny watches and he starts having these amazing facial reactions to everything that's happening. Like you see the picture I sent you where he's like, <laughs> you know, and he's got this like, it's all a bunch of looks like that. He's total like overseller Kenny Omega mode, which is always hilarious. Oh, the Kenny Omega selling is yeah. wonderful and hangman page starts having flashbacks to beating famous dick wrestler joey ryan Stop to death it. with a phone because he's like swinging the tennis stick you know the tennis stick whatever <laughs> the tennis racket sorry i'm putting i'm putting i'm putting thoughts together i'm sorry that's amazing the tennis yeah the, the, tennis Wii, the Wii mode or whatever it is i just <laughs> I was like putting three thoughts together and they all came out together. These things happen. <laughs> um, so he starts having flashbacks and so he starts beating up Chase Owens on the spot and Kenny Omega yanks him off of him and he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, oh, and the moonsault onto the uh, uh, off the rafters, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> all the young boys got wiped out, and, and they do knowing... the thing where like the young boys who don't even get touched just go flying. I love that. That's my favorite thing ever. Michael Cole does that all the time. Raise that gear like fifteen feet away from me. Ugh. I love it. It's great. But knowing he has a broken heel and he's like doing moon salts and shit, like dude, careful. <laughs> all right. And then I watched Sonata versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. from Day 6. Oh, that was probably awesome. Oh, it was fucking great. Sonata, uh, yeah, Sonata was matching him hold for hold. Who did Sonata beat today? Oh, Sonata beat Kota Ibushi today. That was probably a great match. Really? Yeah. So Ibushi's lost twice then. He's lost... Did you did you watch the Yano Abushi match? Was that great. was awesome. Abushi's <laughs> got his hands tied and he's still doing a bunch of shit because he's unbelievable. His body is bonkers. Oh yeah, he's ripped. It's insanity. You could see every muscle in his back. It's ah, oh, it's crazy. Kota Abushi like looks like he's twenty one and he's actually thirty five. I was gonna say he's older than I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like you know but look, you look at his body i'm sure that dude just eats super clean it's mm-hmm. like finn balor he probably they never eat anything that's bad for you no they've never so they eaten don't anything age. processed or anything like yeah no it's one all day like, they're gonna look like they're 40 and they're actually 90 and they're yeah. gonna drop dead <laughs> but no you should track down the sonata zack saber jr match it was great i really really dug it mm-hmm. ibushi and yana was outstanding uh, what else did I watch? We were talking about Suzuki versus Jay White earlier. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. Yeah, I love. So what was the sequence of events? Jay White goes to low blow Suzuki. 
Suzuki grabs his hand. He like punches him in the head to knock him out. And I think he hits him with the uh, the gotch pile driver to pin him. And he wins. And then he stands up and he's over him. He's just talking a bunch of shit because he tried to low blow him. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Well, it was like beats up some young boys. Oh, because that's what you got to do. It's key. Zack Sabre Jr. started doing that, too, after his match. It also made me very happy. Um, but I no, love- it's like, Jay White, what, you, you're like the big, like, bad villain? Fuck you. I'm the most evil man in professional wrestling. <laughs> I love the pairing of Zack Sabre Jr. and um, uh, uh, Taka oh Michinoku. Taka Michinoku, yeah. It's awesome. Just tap out, Alex. Just <laughs> tap out. It's great. Oh, and then I watched uh, Evil v. Bad Luck Fale. Mm-hmm. Bad Luck Fale is having a good G one. You know, it's not he's not going to have unbelievable matches, but he's going to but he's having a good G one because he's lost all that weight and he can move around. Right. Hey, uh, Nia Jax, maybe take notes. Hey, you leave my big girl alone. Mm, just saying, Shut it's, up. it's good to be able to move around. Shut up. I think that's oh, all we that I watched. We didn't talk about the Total oh, Divas promo. I watched promo. like eight matches. Oh, that Total Divas promo. So I was I'm at on, work today. I'm Alex on, sends me this shit. Go I'm ahead. on the squared circle right in because that's where you get all the wacky bullshit. And there's a promo for Total Divas. I click on it. Because you can't and help the, yourself. The whole promo is the Total Divas are all in. Blah, blah, blah. All in, all in, all in. Like, it flashed, like, five times. I was like, this shit was on purpose. Like, oh, there's of course no way it was. this was an accident. It's, like, it's so fucking petty. Well, and it's like, okay, so what? The girls are all in? What, is that supposed to, like, lessen the other thing? Fuck you, man. Go fuck yourself. You know what? You know what? Um, They should have done the same day is they should have called up someone who's been on Total Divas. Like, they should have called up, like, Rosa Mendes. And been like, hey, no, y'all, Summer Ray. Summer Ray used to be on Total Divas. There you go. Call up Summer Ray and be like, hey, you want to come hang out at All In, and we'll say you're All In. You know, they could have done that. That would have been fucking hilarious. Well, because it's just like, what do you care? All right, they're gonna put on a great show. What do you fucking care? <laughs> you can't put on a great show. No, you can't put on a great show to save your fucking it's life. It's so weird. Like they sent the cease and desist to him over the too sweet thing. Also it's, stupid. It's so weird how they're so worried about like. These couple wrestlers who are nothing compared to them. I mean, like, I love the Young Bucks. I love Cody Rhodes. They're fucking nothing compared to WWE. It's so crazy to be so petty. Well, the other thing is, you send that cease and desist. All you're doing is pulling eyes toward them. That's all you're doing. This is what they always do. Like, oh, well, what was that? Now now I'm going to go over there and I'm going to look. Though my favorite story is still, oh, we saw a lot of those Bullet Club (laughs) t-shirts. Who who's that for? How do we get those? No, oh, they don't uh, work for us. That's not us. They don't. They don't Sad face. I don't know. It just it's it's like you know what you guys do your stupid bullshit thing and leave other people do their thing. Who gives a shit? What do you care? Bob, do you have any thoughts about professional wrestling? No. You're supposed to say fuck them. It's too late. If he was listening, he would. He but would. he wasn't. He wasn't. Son of a bitch. All right, Erica, you have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's all I've got. I'm a lot more G1 shit to watch because it goes till... Uh, it never ends. It, it's just There's, it's a constant stream of amazing wrestling. It's impossible to keep up on. Well, that was the on. thing. I'm like, okay, I watched a few matches that I kind of wanted to, and 
maybe a couple extra ones, and I started looking ahead at the calendar, like, okay, I'll keep an eye out for certain oh, shit. Yeah. There's but... some really huge matches coming. Well, Kenny versus Ibushi is going to be huge. Kenny versus Ishii? That's going to be great, too. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of... the. I think it's the B block that Kenny Omega and all those other guys are in. That block is so loaded. Stacked. It's crazy. crazy. Every match is awesome. <laughs> Like, there's I, no like bad said, matchups. Like I said, I have not seen a bad match yet. There's, there hasn't been one thing that I have watched that I have been not entertained by. And WWE can't say that. No. No, they're fucking... It's so bad. I, I will even, say, most NXT shit I watch... That's good. I did oh, that's shit good. out of. You get a stinker every now and again. But the thing with NXT is it's hard to get emotionally invested... Because you know the moment they call it, they're called up to the main You're roster, done. it's over. You're dead. And that's why it's really hard to get into it. Like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, when they're on the main roster, they're fucked. Did you hear what happened with that? Yeah, the, the title change. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of all about that shit. Yeah, well, did you see it? I haven't watched it. I just read about it. So Ciampa goes to hit uh, Alistair Black with the title. And Gargano goes to grab the title from him but accidentally clocks Alistair Black in the process, and then Ciampa pinned him to win the title. So About it. Johnny Gargano, he's making mistakes. He's off his game ever since he lost that match. He's way off his game. <laughs> but now the Blackheart has the title. It's wonderful. Talk about a guy who got ripped when he was gone. Dude, he's like shredded. Yeah, that's crazy. I love his beard. It makes me happy. <laughs> happy. <laughs> the picture with him and Triple H doing the point thing in the back was also outstanding because Ciampa looks like older than Triple H does. Ciampa does look very old yeah. with the beard, for I love sure. It. I absolutely love it. Old man Ciampa. I'm here for it. Because <laughs> he's got a lot of gray in his beard, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, Erica, is that it? You got anything else? Nope, that's all for me. All right. We were so happy to have you here in your own home. Thank you. On your podcasting equipment. Appreciate it. Bob, thanks for being here. Bob the dog's not next to me, but if he was, I'd tell him to hug me and hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.